0: Some magic to go for it on third down and forever. Back to pass Wiseman, throws it out here in the flat hook and ladder, and they will get that ball over to Escondade. around the right side, 40, 30, 20. They did it! Touchdown, Gibbon.
1: Tonight, the regular season wraps up in Wood River as the Eagles host the Gibbon Buffaloes. High School Football on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club.
0: It'll be second and goal at the twelve. Swanson takes the snap, they move quickly, looks left, fires post pattern towards the end zone, it's caught, touchdown, whatever, another beautiful reception for Caleb Stewart.
1: The season ends tonight for both teams, but nothing would be better headed into the off season than a win over their biggest rival. It's the Buffaloes and the Eagles coming up next, but first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Wood River with Power 99 Sports Director Doug Duda, right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids.
3: The spirit of success. You see it all over town. People who take pride in giving their best. At the Exchange Bank of Gibbon, we understand what it takes to succeed. That's why we are there for you every day. Making your life better and our community stronger. All while striving for your success. Helping you develop and grow. That's the goal of the Exchange Bank of Gibbon. Baking made simple. See the professional staff of the Exchange Bank of Gibbon today. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender.
0: And good evening, everyone. Welcome to the final Friday night of the 2019 high school football regular season here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com, Doug Duda, along with our producer/engineer JD Rader, ready to bring you high school football out of the Lou Platte Conference at a good old-fashioned rivalry between the Wood River Eagles and the Gibbon Buffaloes, the teams that are not going to be going to the playoffs, but this is their playoff game, and there's no other time they'd rather have it unless it was on opening night. Either a good way to start the season or a good way. to wrap up the regular season they have put together some contests and last year even though Gibbon didn't win a football game they gave wood river all they wanted in this contest before that Gibbon had that string of uh, making the playoffs and had the better of this series with wood river but it should be a heck of a battle here tonight wood river three and five on the season has battled a lot of injuries this year we'll talk with coach jeff ashby and the head coach steve yaki From Gibbon, we saw Gibbon on opening night. Things didn't go so well against Minden. But since then, the team has improved, even though they may not have won as many football games as they would have liked. And still under Jeff Ashby here at Wood River, they're trying to get into his uh, run-and-gun system. But because of the injuries this year, they're actually running the football a little bit more, so it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out here tonight. It's also parents' night here at Wood River, so that'll be part of the pregame festivities, and we've got all kinds of football for you here throughout the area and on PlatteRiverPreps.com. If you want to listen on the Internet, you can do that. Our streaming is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. That's PlatteRiverPreps.com. On ESPN 1460 tonight, Kearney Catholic is at Holdridge on ESPN 1550. Kozad is at Adams Central. The huge game in Class B, Granola Northwest at Hastings, a battle of 7-1 and teams. That's on 1230 AM, KHAS. And on the breeze, 94.5 tonight, Axtell tries to get to 7-1 and against Blue Hill. And, again, all games can also be heard on com. But here tonight, it is Gibbon and Wood River. We were at the state cross-country meet all day today. And Gibbon, the boys' and girls' teams that competed there today, Omar Teniero uh, represented Wood River. We'll talk about that a little bit later on in the broadcast. But when we come back here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, we'll get a chance to hear from the head coaches, Steve Yockey of Gibbon and Jeff Ashby of Wood River on Power 99.
4: Kearney's Village Motel is a proud supporter of the Gibbon High School football team and would like to wish the student-athletes good luck in the game. Kearney's Village Motel is under new ownership. Heather Santiago, with newly renovated rooms, you can call 308-234-2408 for daily and weekly rates, including free Wi-Fi and cable TV. Kearney's Village Motel, under new ownership. Always clean, always friendly, always affordable. Carney's Village Motel, 824 East 25th Street. Go Buffalos!
5: This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams is your full-service grocery store with the meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service. Adams Corner Market features Chester's Fried Chicken in their deli every day, so stop in before the game and get your dinners made for you from Adams Corner Market. Best of luck to all the area athletes.
0: And welcome back to the Hugenmeyer Meyer Hybrids pregame show here on Power 99, the final Friday night of the regular season, and the Given Buffaloes trying to end it on a winning note here. They've uh, picked up the one win, been close in some other games, and, of course, the rivalry game here with Wood River, always a good way to end the season, and Coach Steve Yaki joins us. And, Coach, uh, I guess when you uh, are not going to be going into the playoffs, it's always nice to have some motivation for that last game of the season, and Given in Wood River, that rivalry is still there. You kind of know a lot about it from back in the day.
6: Yeah, um, I've been out of it for a while, but I got a good taste of it just with 7-on-7 seven seven this summer, and I can tell you the the burning desire is still there for both teams, so it's it's we don't really have to look for motivation, I guess, at this point in the year.
0: What's practice been like uh, this week? Uh, there can be a double-edged sword there when you know it's going to be the end of the season, but then, as you said, there's some motivation. What's practice been like for you this week?
6: It's been really sharp, to be honest with you. Um, You know, Coach Montgomery, we talked earlier in the week, um, you know, just ending on a rivalry game, I I think that really helps our guys with uh, staying focused and everything. But just being able to end with Wood River, I think that's, that's keeping our guys focused for sure
0: let's talk a little bit about the season of course we opened with Minden the offense has struggled a little bit for you this year and I suppose that's the number one reason that folks are just keying on Sean Hampton but he may still be able to get over a thousand yards for the season uh here tonight how have you seen this team grow that has not had a lot of seniors on it
6: um we've had a lot of guys younger guys who have stepped up a lot of juniors and sophomores and I think that's really good to get them reps, especially going into next year. But there's no question. We want to get Sean uh, going, running the ball. But, you know, we're also going to – we know we're going to have to make plays on the outside because people are going to key on Sean. But there's been some guys who've got some quality reps that have just kind of got thrown in there. But we know they're going to be a
0: big part of our future, too. You have had a young quarterback in Matt Wiseman. He's a little dinged up for you, but uh, he's been able to throw the ball. You've got a couple of nice uh, receivers out there that have come along and, and caught a few passes for you this year when you have had to put the ball in the air in and, and Tamayo, and uh, he's done a good job.
6: Yeah, Carlos, is he's kind of a valuable kid to have on your team. He runs really good routes, and he's he's not that type that's just going to go burn you in a and a 40, but he is quick by all, by all means, too. And then, of course, we got Danny, who who's a really good athlete on the outside for us.
0: When you take a look at what your defense has done, and basically the line is the same for you on, on both sides of the football, uh, the defense has played fairly well throughout the season. What's been the key to that?
6: I think it's just been uh, our D-line and our linebackers just playing downhill and with a lot of aggression. That's something we take a lot of pride in as a staff, and that that's kept us in a lot of games. Unfortunately, we haven't came out out, out on top in a lot of those games, but that's definitely kept us in there and gave us a shot
0: to win a lot of them. Talking with Gibbon football coach Steve Yaki here on the Hogan-Meyer Hybrids pregame show. Patience is hard. Uh, as you told me, uh, you've got a lot of young kids here, and you know that this is going to be growing, but everybody wants to win right now. How has that been tough on this team? Yeah.
6: Everybody does want to win, and I-, I think the thing we have to go back to is not just, we can't just think of the end result. we got to do the little things correctly, and I, I think the results are going to definitely come. And that's been hard to kind of get that message to our guys this year, but we have a lot of guys buying into that process, and you know, it's-, it's definitely improved from the beginning of the year from now.
0: I want to go back and talk a little bit about that defense. Maybe a couple of guys that uh, we don't talk about as much on offense uh, are really doing the job on defense. Chance Dylan Davis, just a couple of sophomores that have really led the way for you.
6: Those are two guys that I found out early in the year, you definitely want on your football team. They will run through a brick wall for anybody. They will do anything you ask them to do, and they play very, very physical uh dylan is he's kind of put his stamp on our position on defensive line you know he's he's really tough to run to his side, and chance has been super, super good about filling open holes and just he's a little undersized, but he plays with a lot of uh physicality. Um, and that was a guy early in the year. You, you didn't really know where he was going to fit in, but early in the year he also stepped up big time
0: in practice. Getting ready for Gibbon and Wood River tonight here on Power 99, talking with Buffalo head coach Steve Yackey. What do you see out of a Wood River team? Uh, coach Ashby has been known for wanting to throw the ball all over the field, but that hasn't necessarily been what they've done so far this year. What do you see from the Eagles?
6: Yeah, um, I really think that they're going to try to run the ball on us. Um they got some big guys up front where if our front six isn't playing good enough, they can just get three or four yards just like that, and pretty soon it's a first down. Um, but I also expect them to throw the ball, too, on us, and we've definitely prepared for both. Um, but Coach Ashby is a really good coach, and I'm sure he's got something up his sleeve for us this week.
0: <laughs> Always something different. Uh, if you if you haven't used it all year and you've practiced it, there's a chance that it may come out of the playbook tonight. Do you have anything like that, Coach?
6: Um, we've kind of just stuck to our basics and stuck to what we do best, and hopefully hopefully that's enough for us
0: too. All right, Coach. Uh, we look forward to another competitive rivalry game here tonight. Appreciate the time on the pregame show, and uh, best of luck. Thank you. Have a good night. That's Steve Yaki, the head football coach of the Gibbon Buffaloes, and we'll be back in a catch-up with Jeff Ashby of Wood River as the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show continues here on Power 99.
4: Thanks for listening to this sports broadcast. Proudly brought to you in part by the staff and management of Ganguish Seed Farms in Shelton. Ganguish Seed Farms knows how hard all these students and coaches work for their team's success. That's why Ganguish Seed is very proud to support all of our athletes. Good luck today and remember, winning means trying. Good luck to all the student athletes from everyone at Ganguish Seed Farms in Shelton. Find us online at ganguishseedfarms.com or call 308-647-5301. Are your
7: internet demands changing? Just a few short years ago, internet service was much different than it is today. The everyday home now has an average of 12 connected devices accessing the Wi Fi modem. You need a robust solution. You need a redline high speed internet from Nebraska Central Telephone Company. They are the internet provider who's tested, proven, and has roots deep in your community. Call 888 873 6282 or check them out online at nctc.net. That's Nebraska Central Telephone Company.
0: Welcome back to the Meyer Hybrids pregame show here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Always fun to be in Wood River where there's a lot of history and Coach Jeff Ashby trying to get this Eagle squad to that point as they wrap things up in the rivalry game tonight against Gibbon. And Coach, I appreciate the time. And I know probably you were hoping to have a couple more wins on the uh, roster and maybe having a chance to get into the playoffs, but you had some early season injuries. Take me to the point where you are right now in the season of how the year has went for Wood River.
8: Well, you know, we, we we played pretty well, you know, all season, and uh, just like you said, you know, the injuries. but it's just got. I I can't remember the last time I had this many injuries on a on a team at one time. You know, we lost Caden Peters first game of the year, who would have been our probably one of our best linemen by far, and and uh, so that hurt right off the bat, and so we made shift there, and um, we just kind of from that point on, we had to move people around and, and we kind of change our offensive philosophy and, and things like that. And then we are uh, um, doing okay, and then we lost, you know, last week, before last week in practice, before the Hershey game, we lost our starting tight end linebacker Dawson Austin Bittner. Um, and then during the game, Eli English went out during the game, and he's not only our guard, he's our long snapper, and... Middle linebacker, one of our inside linebacker, so that put us behind A ball at you really bad, and and so it just, everything just kept mounting up. So we're just we're kind of limping to the end here.
0: Yeah, you talked about changing the offensive philosophy. We talked about it with Coach Yaki over there at Gibbon. Uh, We would have expected, under your offense, to see a lot more pass attempts, and that has not necessarily been the case, although you've got a really good dual threat there in Ty Swanson. Talk specifically about because of the injuries, what you had to switch both offensively and defensively.
8: Well, with the injuries to the offensive line early in the year and and things, we just felt we needed to switch to more of a running game, more of a you know, a Veer type offense where we could hit the hit the line of scrimmage really quick. And so, in the meantime, we had moved Trace Dazeen, who was our tight end, and Gideon Luer, who was a right tackle for us. We moved them to the backfield to give us a pretty big backfield because you, you want to punish her if you're going to run that type of offense. So, we got two guys back there that can, can, you know, carry people for a yard or two if they have to. You know, um, so we haven't had very many negative – Plays when those two guys carry the football. I mean, what matter of fact, we haven't had any with those two guys carrying the football. Um, what hurts us the most in this type of offense is, you know, if you get a ten yard holding call, you know, because when you grind it out three yards, four yards at a time, you, you don't get a lot of explosive plays. It makes it difficult when you get, a, you know, you're behind the chains. But so when those two guys came to the backfield, we had to find two
0: two new guys to go to the offensive line, and and so we've kind of been. Uh, Tinkering with that. Talk with Wood River football coach Jeff Ashby here on the hogan Hybrids pregame show. When you go through your summer camps and then uh, fall practice with one side and then you have to make those switches, how did those guys uh, adapt? Uh, sometimes they kind of wanted to stay where they were, but I'm sure they also like to carry the football.
8: Yeah, right. You know, we have really great guys here you know our senior group has been a tremendous group you know and like i said gideon Luer made a move which for him he made a move from cross country to football this year and and we're really lucky to have him we're glad to have him on our football team he's one of those guys that was just small and he just kept getting bigger and bigger and so football became a thing for him and and so we're really happy to have him but he's a really tough runner for us and but both those got him and Trey, you know, and everybody. Brandon Sire, anybody on our team right now will do whatever it takes to win. And they, so there's never been a, an issue about changing positions. They just said whatever you need, coach. So, you know, it's you know the season hasn't turned out like we wanted it to, but I think this is one of the funnest groups I've ever
0: coached. Well, you talk about uh, playing some defense out there. There's not one standout guy. I don't pick up a stat sheet and see 100 tackles from one guy. It's pretty balanced out there. But Colin Hurley, who has to do the snapping on offense, has been pretty good on that defense for you.
8: Yeah, Colin's been great for us on defense. You know, he's been pretty solid since he he came in last year and, uh, and moved into... Wood River comes Wood River School, and and so we've been lucky to have him as well. And and we can always count on Colin. I think he ended up with 22 tackles last week against Hershey when we were banged up. You know, when Eli went out, you know, he just he just picked up the slack and tried to make
0: every play he could possibly make. And so that's always nice to have a guy like that on your team. Well, let's talk a little bit about uh, Gibbon and what you see from them. Obviously, it's the Sean Hampton show, but there's more to him than that. Uh, what have you seen out of Gibbon?
8: Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of the kind of similar to last year, you know, not not much difference, you know, but um so we're just kinda of gonna attack it like we usually do and you you doesn't matter you can throw out the records, you know, when it's Gibbon versus Wood River, you know, you, you know, last year they hadn't won a game and they had a ten point lead for a long time and you know, we had to come back from that and things like that. So, uh we, we expect kind of the same thing and it's gonna be both of our last games and uh Obviously, we both want to win them.
0: And, Jeff, take me through that. You've been around long enough, too. Coach Yaki played in it and now coaching in it. Uh, Montgomery's been there for a long, long time. What is it about a rivalry game, A, that it'll get you amped up? You don't want them too amped. We had some extracurricular activities a couple of years ago. Uh, you want that energy, but you don't want it to go over the top. So when you head into a rivalry game like this, uh, what are some of the last words that you kind of tell the guys?
8: Uh, we tell them to, you know always play with composure and, and obviously – we we want to win this game, and, you know, that. <clears throat> I guess that's the the one nice thing about it being the last game of the year here these last couple of years is neither one of us have really, you know, have a shot at the playoffs. We we really have something to shoot for, and that's to win that rivalry game. So it kind of keeps your guys going where otherwise if it was just another game. You know, you, you don't know if you'd lose the kids and, and them getting ready for basketball or, or, or wrestling or whatever, but uh, it's really kept the focus during the week. You know, because it is Gibbon
0: Rivalry Week. Well, uh, always fun coming over to Wood River, Coach, and uh, appreciate you giving us some time. A uh, best of luck in this uh, game to end the season and uh, see if the Eagles can come out on top at home. All righty, thank you, Doug. That's Jeff Ashby, head football coach of the Wood River Eagles, and we'll be back to take a look at the starting lineups for tonight's game against the Gibbon Buffaloes right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show.
9: Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life
10: I'm Carney for a free estimate.
0: And welcome back to high school football here on Classic Hits Power 99 and the World Wide Web at Preps.com as the Wood River Eagles getting ready to host the Gibbon Buffalos here tonight. As we said, the state high school cross-country meet was held earlier today, and both of these schools running in Class D. For the Class D boys, Axel came away as the champion of the meet today, and St. Paul, another conference school here in the Lou Platte, was third. Shelton finished in fourth, and for Gibbon. Today, they finished in 14th for the uh, area runners. We did have Shelton's right, Cheney finishing in 6th. The and for St. Paul, Connor Wells finished in 8th uh, place today for the uh, Lou Platt Conference runners from our area. Uh, Caleb Pickle led the way for Gibbon today in 46th. And Omar Teniero of Wood River, the lone eagle runner, was right in the middle of the pack as he finished in 64th. On the girls' side today, Ainsworth won their third straight Class D state title. Gibbon finished in 13th, and the Buffaloes were led today by Lindsey Wilkins, who finished in 45 fourth place, which would have been about a third of the way through the pack. So congratulations to the athletes from our area schools that uh, went and brought home some championships today. The city of Hastings had a couple of uh, champions with Vargas of St. Cecilia and Espinosa from Hastings High. Aurora, won a classy boys title today, so congratulations to them along with Axtell bringing home team titles. When we come back here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, we'll take a look at tonight's starting lineup Stay with us.
11: Aurora Cooperative is excited to launch Prairie Valley Seed Brand into the market. Prairie Valley has one goal in mind, and that's to help you grow. By providing cutting edge genetics and technology packages in combination with our customized seed placement approach, you can rest assured that your seeds will work as hard as you do. At Prairie Valley Seed, we'll push the boundaries in seed innovation so you can push the boundaries in farming. Prairie Valley Seeds grow without limits. Tougher together, Aurora and you.
0: Peter and now let's take a look at the starting lineup for tonight's regular season finale between Wood River and Gibbon. First off for the Gibbon Buffaloes, our starting line is brought to you by Five Points Bank. The better bank in Kearney at center, number 56, a 5'8", 268-pound sophomore, Javier Hernandez. The guards are number 63, 5'8", 167-pound junior, Eric Rodriguez, and number 66, foot, 282-pound sophomore, Daniel Yepes. The tackles, number 58, 5'9", pounds junior, Jose Jose Honorado and number 76, 6'5", 265-pound senior, Kai O'Nate. The tight ends are number 8, 6'2", pounds sophomore, Jacob Cuchera and number 44, 6'4", 165-pound sophomore, Dylan Davis. The wide receiver, number 20, 160-pound sophomore, Carlos Tamayo. The slot back, number 24, 5'6", pounds senior, Danny Escondon, at back trying to get to 1,000 yards, as you heard this season Tonight is number 25, twenty-five, five eight hundred and seventy-pound junior Sean Hampton, and the quarterback of the Buffaloes. Number six is five eleven hundred and forty-five-pound junior in Matt Wiseman. The head coach of the Gibbon Buffaloes, Steve Yaki and Jeff Montgomery, assisted by Ben Faringer, Mitch Demiers, and Dan Bossert. Gibbon is one and seven on the season. That lone win coming back in Week Four. Excuse me, uh, that lone win coming back in week three against Hastings St. Cecilia. We'll come back and take a look at the starting lineup for the home team, the Wood River Eagles, right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrid's pregame show on Power 99.
12: Buzz's Marine of Kearney wants your boat, and they're going to make it more than worth your while. Right now, if you trade in your used boat for a brand new boat, your winnerization is on Buzz's Marine. Plus, if your trade-in boat is a 2010 or newer, you get $1,000 extra added value on your trade-in. This incredible trade-in offer expires October 31st. See store for full details at Buzz's Marine 5th and Central Kearney. Or shop new boats online at buzzesmarine.com trade. That's buzzesmarine.com slash trade.
13: Ooh, that light lunch didn't cut it And our dinner reservations aren't until when? Well, this is just embarrassing Enough is enough Stop the growl With Amigos' new Quesadilla Snackers A mini quesadilla with chicken or ground beef Bacon bits and Amigos Ranch They're just the right size at just the right price Don't deal with a grumbling stomach Stop the growl For only $1.99 with new Quesadilla Snackers Only at Amigos Limited time only
0: And back here at Wood River, let's take a look now at the starting lineup for the home team, the Wood River Eagles. And at center for Wood River is going to be number 77, 5'11", 200-pound senior, Colin Hurley. At right guard, number 58, 5'10", 200-pound junior, Eli English. The left guard, 6'1", 232-pound senior, Brandon Sire. At left tackle is Kevin Peters, 6'2", 210-pound sophomore. The right tackle is number 67, 6'3", 175-pound junior, Noah Landanger. So, those are the guys that are up front here for Wood River. Then they'll try to spread you out a little bit. Half wide receiver number 14, 650 pound sophomore Aiden Graves, and number 22, 650 pound sophomore Easton Graves. The halfback is number 86, 6'3", 228-pound senior, Trey Zazine, who actually leads this team in a rushing so far this season. The fullback is number 41, 6'1", 200-pound senior, Gideon Lure. The back, number 13, 5'9", 180-pound sophomore, Caleb Stewart. And the quarterback for Wood River is number 16, 6'1", 150-pound senior, Ty Swanson. The head coach of the Wood River Eagles is Jeff Ashby, assistant by Clark Benny, Austin Ruskamp, and Phil Smith. Wood River comes into tonight's game with a record of 3-5 and five on the season. They defeated Southern Valley, Hastings St. Cecilia, and Grand Island Central Catholic. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney, Also need to take a look at those injuries. And our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. For Gibbon, they've been pretty healthy uh, coming into this game, but we will have to keep an eye on quarterback Matt Wiseman, who has been dinged up a little bit here. And if he can't go, Braxton Smith is supposed to be able to go in and take his spot. And uh, Smith, a 6'3 sophomore for Gibbon that hasn't thrown the ball very much this year. On the other end... It's been a different story for the uh, Wood River Eagles. They lost, of course, Caden Peters to an ACL against Donovan Trumbull, one of the best uh, linemen that they had coming into the season. Also, Tristan Fisher has been out all year. Austin Bittner, Brock Butler, and Alex Reel also on the sideline here tonight with various injuries and so that has depleted this football team for Wood River and our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Wood River won the toss they deferred so Gibbon will get the ball and start this final game of the regular season when we return. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. See Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. The purple uniforms with white pants and white helmets here for Wood River as Gideon Lure, Lure tease it up. And for Gibbon, they're in their all-white uniforms with the blue numbers and blue helmets as we're ready to get this football game underway Here on Power 99, KKPR-FM, Kearney, Wood River, and Gibbon. And it's an onside kick to start this football game. And Gideon Lure slides on it, but I believe Gibbon has come up with the football right at midfield. In fact, Lure might have got to it. No, they're going to give it to Wood River. They're going to give the football to Wood River. They cover the onside kick coming off the football field. On top of that was Logan Turek and Trey Zazine was there as well, so why not? Wood River recovers the onside kick to start this football game, and they will be right at the midfield stripe. Gideon Lohr kept it alive, and they were able to just rip it out of there. So the Eagles line up in that Funky offset eye, full house backfield, and they will run it on the first play to Gideon Luer, and Luer will find his way to the Gibbon 46-yard line to start things off here a gain of o. four. There by, are three by different by backs o. in the backfield. Stewart, Luer, Zazine are all going to be back there, and they'll rotate in. Ty Swanson does a good job carrying the football themselves. So this is definitely not the kind of offense you've seen over the years from Coach Ashby at any of his stops. Split out wide to the left side will be Easton Graves. That diamond formation is the best way to classify this that you'll see sometimes in the college formation. They give it to Luer off the right side this time. As the right back, he'll get inside the 40 and have a first down Run to by the 38-yard line, a gain of eight. So two carries here by Luer and Wood River has a first down. Sometimes in the last game, it's all about want to, but you have to think in a rivalry game like this, there's going to be one-two on both sides of the football. So first and ten at the Gibbon 38-yard line, a minute gone here in the first quarter. Swanson sets him down, Graves to the right side. He's going to fake the handoff and keep it himself. Gibbons in the backfield. Swanson makes the first two-man miss and gets to the 35-yard line where he is dropped after a gain to three. Boy... It was almost like it was a screen pass the way that Gibbon came through the line so easily. And when they didn't get him, there was a lot more room to run. And instead of being three yards in the backfield, three yards forward to make it second down and seven. So Graves, the boys just kind of switch out running into plays here. Gibbon's interior defense led by Big Kai Onate, the 6'5", 265-pound senior, number 76 out there. And that diamond look again. Swanson takes the snap. He's going to hand it off to Zazine this time, and not much. Maybe a yard forward to the 34-yard line. And it'll be third down and about five, six-yard line. Six to go. Let's see where they mark him officially. It's going to be at the 34. So a gain of one on Trey's first carry. And it'll be third down and all of six yards to go, maybe six and a half. Wood River recovering the onside kick. Coach Ashby kind of likes to stay away from the sideline or away from his team with the headset on. He roams. Sometimes he'll even coach from the press box, which is unheard of basically at almost every level, but likes to see and especially when you're here at home. Now four wide... Lure, the only man in the backfield. Swanson, the left-hander, swings it out here, fakes it, now tucks it up and runs up the middle of the football field. The ball is stripped away, and it's still Wood River football, but they don't get anything out of it. Gibbon was all over it. It actually ended up in the center calling Hurley's hand.
14: Run by Hurley.
0: And so Hurley picked up the strip football after it was knocked out of the hands of Ty Swanson. Swanson's a lefty. He looked out here for a wide receiver screen, but Gibbon had jumped. The route, and he did the right thing and tucked it down. So now it's fourth down and six for Wood River at the given 34-yard line. Three minutes gone here in the first quarter. Can the Eagles convert? Recover the onside quick kick. Two straight runs by Lure. Got the first down. And now they come up to the line of scrimmage 5-4-3. The play clock running down. They'll get the snap. Back to pass, looking, stepping up, and now deciding to run up to the 30. First down and more to the 25 as the middle of the football field opened up. And a good gain of nine yards there running for Ty Bond. Swanson. The tackle is Baumbach. made by Jace Bomback. A lot of Lister youngsters for Gibbon, as we said, only three or four seniors on the entire roster for the Buffalo. So Patience is tough, but uh, they're trying to find an upset win here tonight. No wins last year, one win this year, and surprisingly over maybe the perennially the toughest team on their schedule in St. Cecilia. Just played a perfect football game almost that night, and we know St. Cecilia is not the top ten team that they have been, but still, what a win for Gibbon. So converting on fourth down, a fresh set of down, to for Wood River at the 25, back to that base diamond set. They give it to Zazine, blast right up the middle, and five, six quick ones. He'll get down to the 19. They're trying to continue to move the pile. They finally blow it dead. But Trey is going to pick up six, and it'll be second down, and four, Yaki in there on yeah. the stop for Gibbon. Gibbon kind of moving in different folks on that defensive line. Oh, Nate checking out. Looks like Honorado is checking out too, or Hernandez maybe, excuse me. So now for the Davis boys, one flanked right, one flanked left, ball on the near hash towards the Wood River sideline. Second down and four, toss sweep this time to the short side, looking for some running room is Stewart. He'll get inside the 15, and he'll be brought down at the 14-yard line, and that's a gain of six and another first down for Wood River. So the Eagles converting a fourth down, but have a nice little... Drive started here that started at midfield. Now they're at the 14, and the clock continues to run. They've chewed up nearly five minutes already on this opening drive. And yet to pass it, although Swanson twice dropped back to throw. It ended up running with the football. Back to the diamond. Pitch play, Stewart to the right side. Zazine out there with the lead block. Gets him a good one, and Stewart finds a couple of yards, although good pursuit over there by the Buffaloes. A gain of just a couple. Tackle made by Dylan Davis of the Buffaloes. Run by Stewart. And they're going to give him a gain of two to the 12. It'll be second down and eight. So already, Coach Ashby has distributed the ball pretty evenly. Three runs for Swanson. Again, though, two of those were designed passes, it looked like. And then two runs each for Zazine, Lure, and Stewart. Ball now on the far hash and set out wide to the left. Aiden Graves against man coverage. On second down, a little cross-buck action here, and not much. Maybe to the 11, if they're generous to the 10. Sean Hampton in on the tackle of Zazine. And they will mark it between the 10 and 11. Well, maybe closer to the 10, so a gain of two. And it's going to be third down and six. Here in Wood River, where Coach Frost played so many of his games back in the day, just known as... The best quarterback in the state. Devin Jepson, runs in the play here for the Eagles. 5.50 in county. Opening drive that started with the cover of an onside kick to start the game here for Wood River. Now they go to an I formation here with Zazine the fullback. They fake the sweep, rolling out Swanson to the corner of the end zone, but overshoots Jepsen, and even if Jepsen would have been there in time, he would have been out of bounds, and that'll bring up fourth down. So Swanson on the season, they don't throw the ball, like we said, as much as they used to, but Swanson has thrown for 420 yards on the year, but he's only completing about a third of his passes, and about 52 yards a game is all they've been able to go through the air. So another fourth down coming up here. They converted the last fourth down on a scramble play by Swanson. Went straight up the middle on a pass call, but there was no middle linebacker, and he was able to take it up the gut. Fourth and six, Wood River at the given ten. And they go trips to the right, and Gibbon didn't like what they saw. I think we're going to see a timeout. Will it be offense or defense? Wood River's going to call the timeout. So the first timeout of the football game brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. It's the opening drive, 4th and six. Wood River at the Gibbon 10, 538 to go in a scoreless game. Back in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here in Wood River, a big thank you to Athletic Director Rob Boucher and the folks here for their hospitality. Trips to the right side. Stewart is in the backfield. Swanson is in the shotgun. Fourth and six at the Gibbon ten. Swanson calls the cadence. Rolls right. Then a backside screen and a receiver fell down. Gideon Luer got tripped up by his own lineman. As they pull two out to the left flat, Gibbon had it covered, and the pass falls incomplete. And Gibbon holds. So Gibbon with a stop on fourth down at the 10. And they'll have a 90-yard field in front of them, and that is not exactly what coaches Jockey and Montgomery want. Uh, This is not a high-scoring Gibbon offense. And they grind it out on the ground with Sean Hampton. The quarterback... Matt Wiseman stands in the pistol with wing backs, and they're going to bring a blitz right up the middle. They give it to Hampton, and Hampton barely gets back to the line of scrimmage. And that is kind of the challenge for Gibbon all season long. And uh, Hampton over 900 yards uh, on the year. Sometimes it's 0, negative 1, 2, 0, 1, 57. And that's kind of the things, way things have went for a Hampton throughout his career. And Sean, just a junior, so he'll be back next year. They will have to replace a couple of their offensive linemen, but most of this team should return. Now they'll put the quarterback, Wiseman, under center. He'll hand it off to his fullback, and not much doing again. No gain on the play. It's going to be third down and 10. Eskendon out of the slot. They'll move him around everywhere. Danny, a very explosive player himself. He has got a lot of speed out there. But no gain on two runs here right up the middle between guard and center. For Wiseman on the season as the Gibbon quarterback, sometimes he's been pressured into having to throw the football. And he has thrown for 454 and 41 yards on the season, about 55 yards a game. And now Gibbon is going to call a timeout. So, with 4.28 to go here in the first quarter, we're scoreless. Gibbon it in Wood River, this timeout, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney.
15: Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramsel will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney towing and repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number.
0: for you. Back to action here on Power 99. A third and ten at their own ten for Gibbon on their third offensive snap and before they can get it going out of the timeout, we have got a false start called on the offense and that'll be our first penalty of the ball game and make it even tougher. Third and fifteen at their own five yard line. So Wood River just hoping to get a stop here and then getting excellent field position on an ensuing putt. Probably no change in the play here, for forgiven they didn't even huddle up. They just backed up five yards and got over the football. Wiseman checks with the sideline, now comes back under his center. Hernandez takes the snap, and nothing fancy, just going to go straight up the middle. And a minimal gain there for Hampton. He's going to get one, it looks like, and it'll be fourth down and 14. So not doing much against that interior. In the middle of that football field, Eskendon and Hampton in there. Looks like maybe that was Eskendon, excuse me, 24 and 25, running the football, and they're going to give it to Danny. So instead, now we will see a punt coming up, and let's see if Wood River returns or if they put some pressure on. There's the snap, and the kick is away by Connor Hyde. And it is off the side of his foot, and it's going to go out of bounds at the 31-yard line. That is a 26-yard kick, and Wood River will get excellent field position, as we figured, at the 31-yard line. Scoreless here in the first quarter with 3.41 to go. In the opening stanza, we'll keep you up to date on some other scores going on on our PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard. You can follow along as well. PlatteRiverPreps.com Northwest has scored first. They lead Hastings seven to nothing. Carney North Platte, Grand Island, Lincoln East going. Grand Island and East not kicking off though till eight o'clock. Adams Central leading Cozad seven to nothing. And Kearney Catholic leading Holdridge seven to nothing. Back to that three-back backfield. Swanson going to hand it off over the right side, and Gibbon has got it figured out, but not until a five-yard gain, maybe six up to the 25-yard line. Zazine following the block of Gideon Lure. Four carries, 15 yards for Trey Zazine. So nothing dynamic so far here in the first seven and a half, eight minutes of this football game. Wood River onside kick and recovered it to start the game moved it down to the 10 but that's where they were stopped now their second drive second and fourth the given 25 yard line pressure coming out the left side they run to the right side Zine, they get him down around the ankles and hold him up for a short gain gonna make it maybe two to the 23 so both teams pretty happy i guess with uh, being conservative here early on and Just running it between the guards, not even so much between the tackles, a lot of right between the guards here. And it'll be third down and three yards to go with two and a half to go in quarter number one. Some other games going on. Blue Hill and Axtell on the breeze, 94.5. Have that game going on for you. A lot of games were played last night. St. Paul GICC tonight down the road. Here's a toss sweep right side, Stewart. Stewart with everybody ahead of him blocking. He's brought down short of the first down, and there is a penalty flag coming out of the backfield. Kuchera makes the tackle here for Gibbon, but let's see what the penalty is. Any kind of a hold, they're going to back him up, and that's exactly what the case is. Offensive holding the first penalty of the ball game on Wood River. So the flag laying basically at the line of scrimmage, that should back them back to the 32-33 yard line and make it third down and about 12 yards to go. They'll mark it at the 32-yard line. Scoreless here in the first quarter. Again, the team with a ton of players. There are a few more on the Wood River roster, but it's pretty even here in this C2 clash. Defensive adjustment here for Gibbon, and we've got whistles again, and another timeout going to be called by timeout Wood River. The so they've team already team used out. two timeouts here in the first quarter. They face a third down and about 12 yards to go with 158 to go in the first quarter. They're at the Gibbon 32-yard line. Again, this timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. We're scoreless. Doug Duda along with our producer-engineer J.D. Rader here in Wood River as a third down and about 12 facing the Eagles at the 32-yard line after that holding penalty. Trips to the right. Lone man set out here to the left side, Stewart. Referee gets the ball ready for play, and here we go. Empty backfield for Swanson out of the shotgun. Bringing some pressure up the middle. Swanson looks left. Has time. Now he's hit. Now he's dropped. He started to run. And coming in there to get him was Dylan Davis dropping him at the 40-yard line. A loss of eight on the play. And as soon as I said it looks like he's got time, there was about three Buffaloes that came through and knocked him down. Now we got an official's timeout here. Maybe some equipment problem. Looks like that's the case, and they'll have to take Colin Hurley out of the game here or at least go get another helmet or something like that. And coming in in his place is going to be Tommy Leach, the sophomore. Now, remember, Hurley is the center, and as they set up for a punt, this is going to be a long snap attempt, so let's see what happens. Fourth down and 23 at the 40-yard line. As the Eagles set up to punt the football away. A little too much to try any trickery here, so they're ready to go. Single blocking back up front. That's actually Swantz. about kicked it into his back. It's high. They'll let it bounce, and Wood River's gonna get a nice bounce, and that's gonna go inside the ten to the five, end over end, all the way down to the three. That ends up being a forty yard punt by Huxtable, and he got some pretty good roll on it. But next time, he's going to have to be very careful in there or else Ty Swanson's going to have to be. He about backed into him. And you never want to see that. Cade, who will come in at IBAC from time to time, wears number 80. And for the second time, Gibbon is in the shadow of their own end zone as they'll start at the three. Scoreless with 1.24 to go here in the first quarter. The Buffaloes, Hampton in the backfield. Out of the pistol this time on the near hash is going to be Matt Wiseman. Wood River had to get somebody on late. Pat pitch play in the end zone. Wiseman now just trying to get out of there. Breaks one tackle and again has to fight just to get back to the original line of scrimmage. And the defensive line of Wood River boy, winning this Hampton. football game so time ty- so uh, so far. And Hampton Second is going to lose a yard. So Sean two carries. Negative one, and it's second and 11 at the two. Always got to be careful out of that pistol slash shotgun here. Wiseman standing in his end zone. Hard count, no jump. Hard count again, no jump. And now we have illegal procedure called on Gibbon. The old one-yard penalty coming up here. That's the second time that's happened to them. The other time it was out of a timeout, which is always frustrating for a coach. So no big plays offensively yet in this football game. And second and 12 at their own one. Wiseman running option to the right side. Cuts it up. Has a little room to the 5. Dives forward to the 9 to the 10-yard line. That's what it's supposed to look like when you run the option. They all went after Hampton. And Wiseman cut it up the field. And he made 9. So that's the biggest play by far for Gibbon. And it gives him a chance here. Let me restate that. He's at the 5, not the 10, so that's a gain of 4 by Wiseman. And so it's still third in about 8 yards to go. Final play here of the quarter. And back to pass, Wiseman throws over the middle of the football field, incomplete. And it bounces in front of the safety, who is Cade Huxtable. And it does stop the clock with 3 seconds to go, so we will have one more offensive play, which will be a punt here out of their own end zone. For the given Buffaloes. The punter is Connor Hyde. Last time he hit one of 26 yards. He's really going to have to bomb one just to get it out of their own territory. Wood River looks like they're going to bring pressure this time. The kick is away, and it's right at the return man, taken at the 31-yard line. Little stiff arm there by Huxtable. He's brought down at the 29. Good job of the open field by Jacob Kuchera. That is a punt of a 20. Six yards once again and a return of three. And we have played one quarter here in this rivalry game between the Wood River Eagles and Gibbon Buffaloes. We're scoreless on Power 99. Whether it's a car
10: accident, storm damage, or fire.
18: Thanks to all our loyal customers, Gary Michaels Clothiers is celebrating 36 years of business. Buy any suit or sport coat and pants and receive a free dress shirt and tie, $100 value. 20% off all men's and ladies outerwear. Buy three, get the fourth free on men's ties, dress shirts, belts, and socks. Stock up and save. Men's and ladies clearance wraps, Take an additional 20% off the lowest price. Stop by, shop, and celebrate our anniversary now through the end of the month. Downtown Hastings and Kearney, Gary Michaels Clothiers.
0: Back at the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here at Wood River, bringing you our final night of regular season action. And Carney Towing's on the road, bringing you home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. Will be there. It's been good field position all night for Wood River. They have not taken an offensive snap in their own territory, but it's scoreless. First and ten at the 29-yard line to Zazine, and they come through and stack him up after a minimal gain, maybe a half yard. Hampton comes in there. Down low on the tackle for Gibbon is Chance Yockey, Yockey. and Zazine's going to get nothing on the carry. It'll be second down and ten. Now, unofficially in the first quarter, three first downs for Wood River, none for Gibbon. I had Gibbon for four total yards of offense, 41 for Wood River. Now they'll run option to the right side. Swanson's going to pitch it out here to Stewart. Stewart gets the corner to the 25, and he'll be shoved out of bounds by by Hampton Uh, and uh, Bombeck. Bombeck. And a nice little run that time by Stewart on the option play. It's going to be third down. Ball spotted at the 23-yard line, so a gain of six for Stewart. This time they'll hand it off, blast right side to Zazine. He runs into a wall but keeps the legs turning. That's enough for a first down inside the 20 and close to the 15-yard line. Good, strong run of eight yards for Trey Zazine. He ran right into a wall a defensive lineman and just kept the legs churning. Again, Trey's a big boy, 6'3", 228 pounds. And so you're not going to be bringing him down on first contact very often. First and 10, the ball at the 15-yard line, opening minute of the second quarter. We're scoreless. And again, Wood River recovered an onside kick to start the game at midfield. That's why they haven't been on that side of the field yet. Here comes a blitz. Swanson hands it off. Luer gets by the blitz inside the 10. Continues to turn to the 6, and that's where he'll be dropped by Braxton Smith. The blitz went right by Gideon Luer. And Luer able to pick up almost every yard that he needed. We're going to call it a gain of nine, and they want to go quick here. So they line up. Swanson under center, hands it off to Luer, and Luer is stacked up. I'm not even sure he got the first down. Looks like he's short of the five-yard line, and that's what he needs for the first. So going quick didn't work that time. And they do advance it. We're going to say no gain on the play. And it is literally third in the nose. That, well, now they pick it up and move it, so it's third and a half yard. Scoreless, Wood River and Gibbon. Ten minutes to go in the second quarter. Third and one for the Eagles at the Buffalo six. They were stopped at the ten last time. Full house backfield again. Swanson fakes the handoff, keeps it himself around the right end, and he's going to break a tackle and get into the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown. Hampton had him in his sights. But he couldn't grab the back of that jersey. And Swanson on a six-yard option keeper has our first touchdown of the football game. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Six-nothing, they line up for the extra point. And that's one of the interesting things the last time. They had a fourth and six at the ten. If you kick your extra points, that would have been a doable field goal as Ulysses Guerrero will boot it away, but it's low, and it is no good. So the PAT is low and no good. And with 9.50 to go in the first half, Wood River 6, given nothing on Power 99.
11: Anywhere fall activities take you, Friesen Ford has you covered. With a great selection of new and pre-owned cars, trucks, vans, SUVs, right on our lot, Friesen Ford has a selection to make it anywhere your fall activities take you. From marching band practices to high school football and volleyball games, their friendly sales team will work with you to find a car that fits your needs. And easy financing options are available. See the selection today at Friesen Ford. Just off I-80 in Aurora or online at FriesenFord.com for sales, service, parts. Trust your friendly Friesen
14: 14. Lure will be
0: kicking. All right, Lure puts the ball on the tee here, and remember, they went onside the first time. I don't think we'll see that two times in a row, but you never know. Wood River on the board here first. That touchdown all set up by the onside kick to start the game because Gibbon hasn't been able to move the ball, and the short punts have kept it on their side of the field. A 31-yard drive cap by the 6-yard touchdown run by Ty Swanson. Now Lure... Puts his foot into this one. It's a rock right down the middle of the field. Bounces at the 20, and then it squirts past the return man. And retreating to pick it up there is Jesus Hernandez. And Hernandez will bring it up to about the 15 yard line. And lower. that's where he's dropped. Kick so the down. freshman Stop in there by. trying to learn a little something and away from the play. We have a man on the field here for Wood River. The ball will be at the 15 yard line for Gibbon. So they've started at the 10, the 3. And now the fifteen, and for a team that has trouble moving the football, that is not what they have in store in this injury report. Brought to you by our friends at Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you, and hopefully this is just a wind knocked out of them situation. As the trainer is over there taking a look and uh, cannot tell the number of the player from Wood River, but. Just kind of seems like sitting there trying to catch his breath. They're not really looking at it too much. And, yeah, setting up, and that's Caleb Stewart on the kick coverage. He'll get up and walk off the field, and I'm sure they're going to ask him what day of the week it is, what town he's in and things like that, but he got rocked pretty hard. Now Wilson Gibbon looking for yards. a good positive play. Like we said, it's been three and out twice. And they have four yards of offense. 9.46 to go in the second quarter. Six to nothing. Wood River. Wiseman in the shotgun. He's got trips to the left side. One to the right. Four wideouts here. Double checks the play. And takes the snap. Rolls back. And as he throws it, it's batted down. Coming through Colin Hurley. Able to knock it down. Trying to throw it up to the right slant there. And it's just batted away. Stopping the clock with 9.42 to go. Again, a busy week of sports, a lot of volleyball, the state cross-country meet today, and now we're down to just volleyball and football remaining here in the fall sports season. And sub-district volleyball begins on Monday, and we will be down in Holdridge where Gibbon is playing. They have Minden at 4.30, then Adam Central, Carney Catholic, in the winner of Game 1 plays Southern Valley all on Monday night. In motion, Escondondond. They fake the jet sweep. The ball's fumbled. It's on the ground, bouncing around. Let's see who covers it. Given acts like maybe they did fall on it. And that is indeed the case, but it goes back to the eight yard line. So they could not exchange the ball cleanly. And a loss on the play of seven yards. And that'll bring up third down and 17 at their own eight. Wiseman with trips to the right, this time the single man to the left, Hampton comes up in the backfield as a blocking back, as the pressure comes again, throwing it out here on the wing, the ball's tipped into the air, and (laughs) it was intended for Tamayo, it was tipped in the air by Swanson, Swanson was going to get the interception, but his own man ran into him, because he didn't know that that was what was going on, so... Tough one there for the Wood River Eagles, or they would have had a pick in the red zone. Instead, another punt out of the end zone here for Gibbon and Connor Hyde. They hustle out there quickly to punt this one away, and he drops the ball in the end zone, and he's going to be tackled for a safety. He went to pick it up twice and unable to grab it and a safety so good field position, good defense by Wood River, and it's led to the first eight points of the ball game. 8.53 to go, second quarter. It's now Wood River 8, given nothing. We'll have a free kick right after this.
16: At b Carpet, every day is the right day to get a great deal on quality flooring with our special 12-month financing. So if you're wondering when or where to get that new look, let our flooring professionals help you select the flooring that's right for you and your budget. Our quality installers will have you living in comfort in no time. So come on in today or tomorrow to b Carpet and Donovan and see why people say that's where we always go.
19: Do you need transmission repair on your four-wheel drive truck or SUV? How about your two-wheel drive or front-wheel drive vehicle for work or school? Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. Over the years, TBK Transmissions has repaired thousands of four-wheel drive, two-wheel drive, and transfer cases, foreign or domestic. Put your trust in TBK. The only way is TBK. 2520 Avenue Q or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions.
13: The only way is
0: TBK. Well, as we come back for the free kick, they do that from the 20-yard line. They elect punt it which is unusual because it's only been 26 yards, and it's going to be taken at their own 45-yard line by Caleb Polk. Polk slips by the first guy, gets to midfield, and now a penalty flag. Well, when you get that 10- or 15-yard penalty flag on a kick return, that changed things a whole lot, or else Wood River would have had another snap in Gibbon territory here. Interesting that Gibbon elected to uh, punt the football. It'll be a block in the back call here on Wood River and telling the sideline who that may have been on for Wood River. That'll be their second penalty of the ball game. That back of up 10 yards, and, and Wood River will have yards. to take their first, first offensive foul. snap on their side of the football field. This will be the first River. snap on the Eagles' side, and it'll be at their own 39-yard line. So 8 to nothing in favor of Wood River. Not a two-point conversion. They just got the safety. Swanson had a six-yard touchdown on the last drive to cap things off. They go with that full-house, three-man backfield. Looks like maybe Huxtable is in there right now, and they will blast off the right side and just have Zazine run and churn and churn, and he's grabbed there by Daniel Yapes and will bring him down at the 43-yard line. That's going to be a game of four, and this is one of those things that will just wear on you. If Gibbons unable to move the ball and they have no offense tonight, they're going to get tired of getting run up on by Zazine and the Wood River offensive line. Second down and six for the Eagles at their own 43. Again, Wood River looking to go to four and five, given looking for their second win here on the season. Here comes a run blitz again. They'll hand it to Zazine. He's wrapped up around the waist and is only going to get about a yard to the 45-yard line or two. Good job again by that middle of the given line, the hard thing is, and Hampton also in there, Rodriguez. The thing is, after that uh, two-yard gain, it's hard to bring down Zazine when he just continues to have that lead blocker and churning the legs, so even when the line gets on him, they can't bring him down one-on-one. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. First half stats, score updates. We're going to look at that Platte River Prep scoreboard here again for you in just a moment. Under center this time, they'll hand it off on the right side and a conservative call for a gain of a couple again. Forward River, and that'll bring up another fourth down. This time handing the ball to Gideon Lure Run by for Lure. two. Stop
14: made by Hampton.
0: He's got 23 Four. yards on five carries. It's fourth and two and a half a little surprising now, Carney Catholic has just scored to take the lead back from Holdridge, 14-12 in the second quarter. Adams Central leading Kozad, 24-0 in the second. Central City and Aurora, 8-8 in the second quarter. Northwest leads Hastings, 21-0 in the second. Creed over York, 13-0 in the second. And in the first, Scotts Bluff leads McCook, 13-7. Donovan Trumbull up on Milford in the first, 6-0. They're going to go for it, fourth and two and a half. And timeout, Wood River. Timeout. This is their, is their final timeout of, the, of the first half, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need a specializing in you. It's 8 nothing. Wood River, 640 to go, quarter number two.
20: When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis
0: and Todd Travis. The Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet in Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com and nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner will be listed on PlantRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by B&B Carpet, Philip Tran of Carney High Tennis, Whitney Bauer Elm Creek Volleyball last month winners. We're about through the month of October, so get your nominations in. Fourth down and two and a half for Wood River. They fumbled the snap, and Gibbon is going to be able to stop them. Gibbon covered the fumbled snap. They didn't have to, but uh, they're going to come off the bottom of the I'm pile the with it. Covered
14: by Eskendon. So
0: Eskendon... Recovers the fumble on 4th and 2. And it will give Gibbon some breathing room here. They will be at the Wood River 49. Again, their best starting field position of the night has been their own 15-yard line. So this is a big, big change. And maybe they won't have to be as conservative. And they're not going to be. This is a swinging gate play. Their entire line is over here on the left. The center and one man blocking. Back to pass Wiseman throws over the middle of the football field and it is incomplete. That was all deception trying to find his and Jacob Kuchera. In on the coverage there for Wood River was Aiden Graves.
14: Pass by Wiseman. But
0: that was definitely a different look. Trying for a shock play there, but well covered. Sometimes the defense isn't sure where to line up. If they do that again next time, they probably throw a wide receiver. Screen behind the lineman out here on the sideline. Now back to a pistol formation with Hampton. Try to get him going. Sneaking up into the box, and we've got some movement. A lot of gamesmanship going on on the line. Both teams are sneaking their linebackers right up in there, just daring the other team to pass. And illegal procedure going to be called on Gibbon. And that'll be their third illegal motion penalty of the game for 11 yards. 8 nothing. Wood River. remaining here in quarter number two. But given going the wrong way. Second down and 15 at their own 45-yard line. Trips to the right. Single back to the left side. Looking that way as Wiseman fires it out here to the sideline. Caught by Tamayo in Wood River Territory at the 41-yard line. That's going to be a gain of nine on the play. Pass
14: by Wiseman, complete to Tamayo. First
0: completed pass of the game for either squad. And that will bring up... Third down. third down here, and short yardage, about two. Mark it at the forty-one. It was more about fourteen-yard gain, so it's third and two. After again, they had that penalty, third and a yard and a half. Given looking for their first first down of the game, rolling right, Wiseman, his wide his running back's open, and now he has to scramble, and he is dropped by Zazine run by Wiseman. That was one of those where Wiseman looked at his first option downfield and then by the time he got over to Hampton who was open all the time in the flat, the pressure came in from the Eagles and Zazine able to drop him for a four yard loss. First sack of the game here for the Eagles and Gibbon with the ball at the 45 yard line of Wood River, looks like they're going to line up to punt it. Hoping that they can get a three and out and maybe a Good short field themselves. Hyde takes the snap. Boots it away. That's a better-looking kick. It'll be taken at the 10-yard line with some running room here. Huxtable, 15, 20, 25, and a penalty flag Led coming on the back Hyde side is by of baseball. that play.
14: By Hernandez, there is a Hernandez
0: with the play. tackle, but it'll be interesting to see the official... 25, 30 yards away from the play. Did the old throw it as hard as he can out there. And I'm sure Wood River is going to be backed up after the return up to the 29-yard line. Personal foul. Targeting. Personal foul called on Wood River. He gave the targeting signal the first time and then wiped that off and then just showed... Personal foul the second time, and the flag is all the way back at the 16-yard line, so it's half the distance from there, and Wood River will have to start we'll at their own the eight-yard line, it would appear. Spot
14: of the foul.
0: So the officials saw something out there, and again, I point back to the rivalry game. Well, now they move the ball all the way back to the five. Five. So they gave him more than half the distance. And Wood River will start at their own five-yard line, up eight to nothing. First down and ten. With that full backfield, Swanson, toss sweep this time, looking to get around the left end. There's a little bit of room to the ten out to the 11-yard line before being shoved out of bounds. Cade Huxtable has come in there as the eye-back, and his first carry... Of the football game. So Wood River using a lot of different players. Five have already carried the football. When you put Huxtable in. But a nice gain on the play. About four and a half yards. We'll call it second down and six. As the clock runs under five minutes to go here. In the first half of play. Swanson blitz up the middle. Same play. Huxtable around the left end. Breaks one tackle. Gets to the Original line of scrimmage and thrown down there by Eskendon and company. Maybe got a yard out to the 12. We'll call it third down and five. Swanson has dropped back a couple of times, but he's only thrown it two times. And nothing through the air yet. Third down and five for Wood River at their own 12. Been a very conservative play calling on both sides here offensively. But that might match what they've been doing throughout the year, and Wood River doesn't want to make a mistake here in their own end. Swanson had a hard count and all kinds of movement, but I think this one's going to be on Wood River. Again, Hampton's just sneaking in there, either him or Eskendon, right over the nose guard, and there was movement on both sides, but it looks like they're going to call it offsides on Gibbon, and that'll be very close to a first down. Ball, five yards. Let's see what they do, and it is a first down. So a first down for Wood River. Gibbon is still looking for their first first down of the ball game. They had a 14-yard pass completion, but then got sacked on third and short. They had had a penalty to set up second and 15 and completed that 14-yard pass. So first and 10 here. Wood River's out of timeouts, though, and they'll hand it off to Zazine off the right side, and here's a rugby-style look. I mean, that's what it looks like. Zazine hardly ever gets tackled. They just have to stop his forward progress, and he's going to get a couple of yards from the 17- to the 19-yard line. Trey, with 33 yards, is the leading rusher in this football game. A six-yard Ty Swanson touchdown run, and then a safety when Gibbon. Had to punt out of their own end zone and drop the snap and couldn't get it picked up and got get it out of there. 3.10 to go here in quarter number two. Graves split out wide to the left. All the guys in the backfield, option to the right side, pitch out here to Huxtable. He'll get across the 20 to the 21, but Gibbon swarms in there. Eskendon Don, and company, and Gibbon has decided that they are going to use a timeout on defense from the 19 to the 21-yard line that time for Huxtable, and for Gibbon, that'll be their second timeout. It'll be third down and seven coming up for Wood River at their own 21-yard line, leading it 8 to nothing. when we return this timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Wood River overloads to the right side, trips to the short side of the field, and we've got illegal procedure called on Wood River. Again, trying to get that hard count, but that time they moved. And that'll be the fourth penalty of the ball game against Wood River for 35 yards. Gibbon has been flagged four times for 16 yards, illegal motions and offsides. So that'll make it third down at about 12 yards to go. Back Wood River up to their own 16. Swanson out of the shotgun, trips to the right side. High snap, fakes the handoff, set in the pocket, throws over the middle for Huxtable, and it goes through the hands of Braxton Smith. And he's upset that he didn't come up with that one because if he had come up with that one, and you hear it a lot, but uh, he would have had a lot of running room towards the given sideline. And Wood River 0 for 3 through the air, and now they'll have to punt. First time around, they had a really nice punt down to the three. It was a forty-yarder. Huxtable is the punter, and Gibbon hoping to get good field position for the second time. Asking Don Hernandez, both have been returners, and now Gibbon has too many guys on the field, and they're going to have to burn their final timeout.
14: Flag on the play. There
0: is a flag now. That was from the back judge. Let's see what the call is. It looks like they're going to go ahead and award the uh, timeout here to Gibbons. So we've used them all in the first half, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. We'll have a punt by Wood River up 8 nothing with 2.51 to go in the second quarter when we return.
3: Welcome to
9: Fridays. How's it going, bud? My parents
15: said we're going plant-based. I don't know what that means, but it doesn't sound good. Every once in a while, a kid needs a treat. A pumpkin pie concrete, please. You got it, sir.
5: We understand. If you're going to be bad, it better be good. And no one satisfies your cravings better than Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers. The experience that puts a smile on your face and the taste that brings you back. For a limited time, try Freddy's Pumpkin Pie Concrete.
20: Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers,
0: 1010 Third Avenue, Carney. Doug Dida, our producer, engineer, Chady Raider. Back here at Wood River, where we're playing to see who makes a mistake. First, it seems like, 4th and 12, Wood River at their own 16. They've got to punt it. When not much of a factor tonight, Huxtable has it a little high. Then he hits a short end-over-end kick that's going to bounce at the 35, and this time just kind of check up and die at the 33-yard line. That ends up only being a 17-yard punt. Not what we saw the first time that he put his foot into it. And Gibbon will have the ball first and ten at the Eagle 33-yard line. And again, Gibbon has not registered a first down here in the first half. Instead, they have three punts. And this is by far their best field position. So let's see what they can come up with. One of their series ended in a safety. It would have been their fourth punt, but they dropped the snap in the end zone. First and 10 at the 33. Wood River showing pressure again. Wiseman back to pass, has to scramble, steps up in the pocket, and there's nowhere to go. Zazine drops him behind the line of scrimmage at the 38-yard line, a loss of five the second time that they have gotten to Matt in this football game. And Gibbons in danger of having negative yards here in the first half had it not been for that 14-yard pass play. It's going to be very, very close if they don't do something here in the next two minutes. As we said, their offense has struggled, but not quite like this. Wood River just pinning their ear back and bringing everybody. Wiseman tosses it out here, trying to get to the corner as Hampton. Got a block, but the block is going to bring a flag. He gets inside the 30, down to the 26, but it's coming back.
14: By Swanson
0: and Luer, and it's, it's got to be tough play right play. now for Gibbon to have a lot of juice in their tank. Absolutely no spark, nothing going on. And a and hold on, Gibbon is going to be their first of the football game.
14: That penalty will move
0: the ball. And that's going to move guards. it back to near What's midfield. On Not only that, the uh, flag was behind the line of scrimmage, and so it takes it to midfield. Man, they've got to get to the 23-yard line from the 50. Second and 27 now for Gibbon. And Sean Hampton has only carried the ball twice in this football game. Romana Sanitation Halftime Report is coming up. We'll give you more of the scores from around the area. Carney Catholic has now scored twice in a row to uh, take a 21-12 lead over Holdridge. Adams Central running away from Cozad. Their offense is so incredible. 31-0. Central City leads Aurora 15-8. That would be a huge upset and really change the look of the playoffs. Second down, 27 at midfield here for Gibbon. Wiseman out of the pistol. Takes the snap, looks over the middle of the football field. It's complete. Inside the 35 to the 34-yard line to Tamayo. The tackle made by Carson Thompson. And there's a good-looking play. They've tried that a couple of times, just haven't been able to hook up. And that's a gain of 16. But it's still third and 11 for Gibbon after a 16-yard pass completion because of the sack and the penalties. Minute 20 to go. To mile in motion from left to right. We haven't seen motion much. Wiseman back to pass. Feels some heat. Rolls right. Backpedaling, backpedaling, then just throws it away. Nice job to not get sacked as the pressure was put on by Colin Hurley. And it'll be fourth down and 11. And considering where they are on the field, they'll obviously go for it here. Coming in, checking things out on his wristband is Dylan Davis. He'll be the end of the left side. Hampton will stay in there. Looks like it's a blocking back, Connor Hyde. Split wide to the left. Hyde waiting to get the play call here. Now registered and uh, yelled out by Wiseman. Fourth and eleven, and movement on the right. And the wide receivers almost seem to take off before the snap every play for Gibbon. And an illegal procedure penalty here makes it even tougher. That will be fourth down and 16. 8-0, Wood River with the lead, 1-11 to go here in quarter number two. And Wood River will have the football to start the third quarter. They won the toss and deferred, onside kicked, and eventually a couple of series later with the short field that led to the touchdown. Wiseman on fourth and long. Throws it as far as he can down the right side, and it is over the head of his wide receiver, Jacob Cuchera And that'll turn it over to the Wood River Eagles with 56 and seconds remaining in quarter number two. 8-0 Wood River, a six-yard run by Ty Swanson. Early here in the second quarter at the 9.50 mark. And then they were able to drop Gibbon in their own end zone for a safety. On a bad wasn't a bad snap, just didn't field the snap on the punt. Neither team has a timeout, so Wood River may be just content to run the ball a couple of times here and get to the locker room. A Ravenna Sanitation halftime report coming up. First-half stats, scores from around the area, a recap of what happened at State Cross Country and what else is going on with the Huskers, the Lopers, and the Broncos this weekend. Wood River will send... Trips out to the left side, including Zazine in the slot. Lure will stay in the backfield. Single man to the right, and it just took forever. we got to delay a game.
14: Penalty flag on the play, delay of game against the Eagles. That and it's
0: rough to say, but this is kind of some of the stuff you see from teams that aren't going to be going into the playoffs, uh, even this late in the season. More mistakes than either Coach Ashby or Yaki or Montgomery would want to see. Brisk night, not quite as bad as last night, but still pretty cool here in Wood River. As the clock will wind under fifty seconds to go before halftime, now they go back to that full house backfield with an eight nothing lead. Lone wide out, wide left, and they'll just hand it off on the right side. And I think that's Coach jasby saying, "Let's just get to the locker room here and try to come up with a couple of big plays." Gideon Lure will gain four on the play.
14: By Lure, stop made by and
0: they walk back to huddle up. I'm not even sure they have to snap it again. 25 seconds. They'll bring in the Graves boys. 18 seconds. And they will come up. Will they give Swanson a chance to chuck it down the field here one time? 10 seconds. Still not over the line over the ball. Trips to the left. Five seconds, Swanson's under center, and he takes a knee. All that theatrics for that. So that brings us to halftime with your score, the Wood River Eagles, eight, and the Gibbon Buffaloes, nothing. Not quite like we saw last year where it was a high-scoring game that Wood River won, but tonight it is a low-scoring game where Wood River's defense has been the story. They have shut down uh, Gibbon, and have not allowed them to do anything on the ground. In fact, Gibbon will have negative yards rushing in the first half. We'll get it all figured up and bring it to you on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report when we continue on this final Friday of the regular season here on Power 99, KKPR-FM, Kearney, Shelton, Gibbon, and the World Wide Web at com.
3: The spirit of success. You see it all over town. People who take pride in giving their best. At the Exchange Bank of Gibbon, we understand what it takes to succeed. That's why we are there for you every day. Making your life better and our community stronger. All while striving for your success. Helping you develop and grow. That's the goal of the Exchange Bank of Gibbon. Baking made simple. See the professional staff of the Exchange Bank of Gibbon today. Member FDIC an Equal Housing Lender.
4: Carney's Village Motel is a proud supporter of the Gibbon High School football team and would like to wish the student-athletes good luck in the game. Carney's Village Motel is under new ownership. Heather Santiago, with newly renovated rooms. You can call 308-234-2408 for daily and weekly rates, including free Wi-Fi and cable TV. Carney's Village Motel, under new ownership. Always clean, always friendly, always affordable. Carney's Village Motel, 824 East 25th Street. Go Buffalo!
5: This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon Adams is your full service grocery store with the meats, freshest produce and every week there are great savings and specials Fast, friendly, hometown personal service Adams Corner Market features Chester's Fried Chicken in their deli every day So stop in before the game and get your dinners made for you from Adams Corner Market Best of luck to all the area
4: athletes Thanks for listening to this sports broadcast. Proudly brought to you in part by the staff and management of Ganguish Seed Farms in Shelton. Ganguish Seed Farms knows how hard all these students and coaches work for their team's success. That's why Ganguish Seed is very proud to support all of our athletes. Good luck today and remember, winning means trying. Good luck to all the student athletes from everyone at Ganguish Seed Farms in Shelton. Find us online at ganguishseedfarms.com or call 308-647-5301 we
7: are your internet demands changing? Just a few short years ago, man, internet back to Wood service was much different than it is the today. everyday house home, Buffalo well County device for business
0: and residential auto. service. The Venice solution. Sanitation you is your you trash you internet from Find Nebraska them at your Central local company. yellow page. It's been a pretty timid proven. first 24 minutes of play here in Wood River. It's the Wood River Eagles 8 and the given Buffaloes. check them out online at nctc.net. the of your Telephone weekend, let's go ahead and go to This broadcast go is made possible board. by and Terry and flat Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent a Representatives.
20: in the second we're oh, are you kidding me out here in the Leading, middle of nowhere mom
15: and ramson kill me what's girl? god r- carney r- 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 Because they'll get us home from anywhere but i don't have the number 308
10: 236 24 hour towing certified repair no matter why no matter where 308 236 9951
14: lock it in carney towing and repair
0: we played yesterday but Rowena to be a platte river prep school sponsor email Martha, digital at and find
18: out how you can support your team on flatriverpreps.com.
0: For the eight-man playoff, five the stations: chance. yes, yes, Hastings, all B N, Carney, the four five, classic hit, Power ninety nine,
17: one
14: team, Flat River Prep,
0: FlatRiverPreps powered by Flat River Radio, local sports, your music, Litchfield,
10: Farmer, and Times of China. Last night's
0: game here on Power ninety nine at Dandy Arcadia Loop City, handing Yum Creek their only loss of the season. Both teams 7-1 and one after the 38-30 win by the Rebels. Our first game yesterday here on Power 99 was in D2, where Elwood held off Overton 42-38. Two-point conversions, the difference in that game. Elwood converted three, and Overton only won. They had the same amount of touchdowns, but ended up 42-38. Elwood, Pleasanton, beating Bertrand 67-44. And Kennesaw, no problem with Giltner, 52-14. Right now on the breeze, 94.5 a Dandy and a little bit of an upset. It's Blue Hill 14 and Axtell 10. That is at the half. We're also looking for a score on the Loomis and Selma Myrna game that is going on tonight. The World Series, Game 3 in progress with the Washington Nationals up two games to none, but they're in the top of the third, and the Astros have a 2-0 lead over the Nationals in Game 3, Game 4 tomorrow night on ESPN 1460 and 1550. Of course, college football tomorrow. We've got the uh, Huskers at Uh, Memorial Stadium taking on Indiana. Wood River grad Scott Frost, of course, coaching the boys and uh, trying to get a win tomorrow. Uh, They look pretty beat up. We'll see what happens. Pre-game at 9.30 on the Breeze, 94.5. Kickoff just after 2.30. The television this week is the Big Ten Network. The UNK football team, after knocking off 7th-ranked Northwest Missouri State last week, travels to defending conference champion Fort Hay State tomorrow at 2. And for Hastings College, they are at Briarcliff at 1, and that game is on 12. 1230 a.m. K-H-A-S. For volleyball, Nebraska is playing right now at Indiana. UNK is playing down at Central Oklahoma. Both teams play again tomorrow. And for Hastings College, they are on the road tonight at Dakota Wesleyan and then all the way up to Jamestown, North Dakota tomorrow. We'll get you some updates on how those volleyball games are going as well. A reminder that we do have high school volleyball sub-districts beginning on Monday night. And we will be at the C-110 going on in Holdridge here on Power 99. Action will begin at 4.30. And in that first game, it will be the Gibbon Buffaloes taking on Minden. Then Carney Catholic and Adams Central at approximately 6. of the top seed Southern Valley will play the Minden Gibbon winner at approximately 7.30. Other sub-districts that begin on Monday, the C-1-8 at Columbus, Central City and Boone Central at 5, followed by SCOTUS and Lakeview, then St. Paul, who has not dropped the set all season, but it came close against Wood River last night but uh, then they will play the winner. Up at Bassett on Monday, Ord will play Ainsworth at 5, followed by Valentine and O'Neill. then Broken Bow will play the winner of Game 1. The C-111 going out at North Platte, Cozad will play Chase County at 6, followed by Hershey and Gothenburg. C-2 action at Adams Central on Monday, Sandy Creek and Sutton at 4.30, followed by Thayer Central and Fillmore Central, then Superior will play the Game 1 winner. The C29 going on at Grand Island Senior High. Hastings St. Cecilia will play Donovan Trumbull at 5.30. Then Grand Island Central Catholic will take on Blue Hill at 7.00. The C-210 that's going on in Ord. Wood River will have the first game against Ravenna Monday night at 5 o'clock. Then Centura will play Burwell. And Arcadia Loop City will play the winner of Game 1 in the third contest at around 7.30. And finally, the C-211 at Lexington. South Loop will play Maxwell at 5.30. And Elm Creek will play Highline at 7.30 with more Class D action going on as well. We've got good teams like Pleasanton and Overton that are state-rated. Lawrence Nelson giltner some other good volleyball teams uh in the area and we wish them all the best of luck again we're here at halftime it is wood river eight and given nothing we will be back on the Ravenna sanitation halftime report after this
17: trust is earned over generations not seasons for over 165 years the rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most in your fields and yields they don't lie With over a 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production.
0: One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. Ooh, that
13: light lunch didn't cut it. And our dinner reservations aren't until when? Well, this is just embarrassing enough is enough stop the growl with amigos new quesadilla snackers a mini quesadilla with chicken or ground beef bacon bits and amigos ranch they're just the right size at just the right price don't deal with a grumbling stomach stop the growl for only $1.99 with new quesadilla snackers only at amigos limited time only
0: And we're back here on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. 8 nothing. Wood River leading Gibbon. Let's go ahead and take a look at the unofficial first-half stats that we have for Gibbon. They have run just 16 plays here in the first half. Wood River has uh, doubled them up in that. Sean Hampton, over 900 yards rushing. They've only given him the ball twice, two carries, negative one yards. Danny Eskendon, two carries, one yard, Matt Wiseman, the quarterback, has been sacked twice, three carries for negative five, and they had a team fumble for negative seven, so they've tried to run the ball eight times for negative 12 yards in the first half. For Wiseman, he missed his first four passes, then hooked up twice and missed his last two, so two of eight, no interceptions, no touchdowns, 30 yards through the air, negative 12 on the ground, 18 yards in the first half, No first downs, six penalties for 31 yards, so actually they haven't got any positive yardage in this football game. They punted it three times for an average of 30 yards in the contest, no turnovers in this football game. Uh, I guess you should say that the onside kick uh, technically would be a a turnover, so... uh, However you want to look at that, I never put that down as a turnover. For Wood River, Trey Zazine is the leading rusher, 10 carries, 33 yards. Cade Huxtable, 3 carries, 7 yards. Gideon Lure, 6 carries, 27 yards. Caleb Stewart, 3 carries, 14 yards. And Ty Swanson, 5 carries, for 10 yards. So as we said, a lot more carrying the ball there uh, than we saw from Gibbon. 27 rushing attempts in the first half here for the uh, Wood River Eagles, and that's for 81 yards through the air. Swanson has put it up three times, but no completions, no interceptions, no touchdowns, so all 81 yards for Wood River on the ground, good enough for five first downs. Two punts, one went 40, one went 17, so... Hard to tell what will happen for the Huxtable if he has to punt it some more in the second half. Five penalties for Wood River on the first half for a total of 40 yards. So Wood River, 81 yards given, 18, just inverting it, and it's 8 to nothing here in favor of the Eagles. Our scoring wrap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. The first touchdown came at the nine fifty mark of the second quarter when Ty Swanson completed a thirty one yard drive on a six yard option keeper around the right end the p a t was low under the crossbar and it remained six to nothing. Then, after a nice kickoff that kept the ball at the fifteen yard line, Gibbon backed up, ended up dropping the punt snap in the end zone, and the safety made it eight to nothing. With 8.53 to go in the second quarter, and that's been the extent of our scoring in our scoring wrap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Wood River will get the ball as well to start the third quarter. They lead it by a score of 8 to nothing. And more on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this.
3: To be a Platte River Preps school sponsor, email digital at PlatteRiverRadio.com and find out how you can support your team on PlatteRiverPreps.com.
2: Five stations. boom 30 yes, yes, Hastings. K-X-P-N. Carney, The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team.
17: Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports. Your music
7: are your internet demands changing just a few short years ago internet service was much different than it is today The everyday home now has an average of 12 connected devices accessing the Wi-Fi modem. You need a robust solution. You need a redline high-speed internet from Nebraska Central Telephone Company. They are the internet provider who's tested, proven, and has roots deep in your community. Call 888-873-6282 or check them out online at nctc.net. That's Nebraska Central Telephone Company.
0: Well, the UNK women's volleyball team improves to 22-0 and on the season as they go to central Oklahoma and pick up a sweep again tonight, 25-17, 17-21, and tomorrow they will be traveling to Newman University in Wichita, Newman going into tonight's game 0-21. You don't see that very often, but... You've got a team that hasn't lost against a team that hasn't won, so the Lopers probably going to have an opportunity to get a lot of their players into the game tomorrow. So a lot going on. We're glad to have you along with us here at Wood River getting ready for the uh, second half. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. Wood River is scheduled to get the ball to begin the third quarter of play with an 8 nothing lead again next Thursday. The football playoffs uh, get underway in eight-man, and we'll have as many games as we can for you, as always, on our network of stations. And then the 11-man playoffs begin one week from today. Well, Indiana took the first set from the Nebraska volleyball team tonight, 25-22. The Huskers Uh, We're able to uh, respond with a 25-13 win, so they're even at a set apiece, and they have just started the third. We will start the third quarter right after this on Power 99. This broadcast
2: is made possible
0: by Terry and Jason
2: Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting to put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision call terry and jason stark of cutting edge seed and chemical your hogemeyer independent representatives 627-1064 ravenna sanitation provides the perfect solution
20: for any solid containment requirement from the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job ravenna sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project You fill it up, and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County.
0: As always, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school sports throughout the season. Won't be long till we're talking winter sports season, but we still have the whole month of November to get through. And given now ready to tee it up and kick it away here to start this third quarter of play. Wood River will be receiving a kickoff for the first time. Now, Gibbon did have to free kick, and they elected to punt the football. 8 nothing in favor of the Eagles. Huxtable stands back at about his 10-yard line to receive the kick. And will Gibbon try some trickery? I doubt it. Abella Vila is the... Kicker here. So Abel comes up and boots it away. Nice kick that's taken at the 10-yard line on the right hash up the middle of the field, 15, 20, looking for a block, 25. Has it, kicks it outside, 30, 35, and there goes Kate Hoxtable. He'll return the opening kickoff of the second half, 90 yards. Touchdown, Eagles. And now we get a penalty flag after he crosses the goal line. But I suppose that's some kind of celebration thing that didn't need to be thrown. Hextable, I think, had the ball in his hands. He never threw the ball in the air. He just raised the ball high above his head as he went into the end zone. And if you get flagged for that, you need to retire as an official. I don't think there could have been anything else over there, but maybe we saw some more rivalry chippiness. Who knows? Let's find out. Waiting for our referee to give us the indication... And unsportsmanlike conduct on Wood River. But that shouldn't uh, take away from the 90-yard touchdown run, kickoff return. When you had a game like we had here in the first half, there just wasn't any big plays. So the crowd got into it, and something positive happened here for one of the teams. And the team happened to be the home team, Wood River. So Kate Huxtable, 90 yards to make it 14-0, 14 to nothing. our five-points bank touchdown. Coaches would like to get an explanation here, and of course they're probably also wondering, is this going to be assessed on the extra point, or will it be assessed on the kickoff? And I think this probably will be assessed on the extra point. You might even get a choice if you're the defense. But they have spotted the ball at the three, So they're going to see what Wood River does here. First time they tried to kick it, it was no good. And this time it appears that they're just going to line up and go for the two-point conversion. Talking here to Tommy Leach as he comes up as the right tackle. And they're going to move the football here from the right hash to the left hash. You always kind of get that uh, option when you are going for two but the excitement kind of ripped out of the stadium as long as this is taken with the penalty and set the football. Swanson under center, and they're going to go pitch play right side. Looks like a halfback pass. Now catching it up is Huxtable, and he tries to dive in, and did not get there. They ran Swanson all the way around the backside, but uh, Huxtable never looked there. He did cock it in his hand like he wanted to throw it, but decided to tuck it up, and the run is no good. So a 90-yard kickoff return. The kickoff to start each half is went Wood River's way. They had an onside kick they covered to start the first half, and they returned this one to start the second. 11.44 to go in the third. It's 14 nothing. Wood River. And welcome back to Wood River. The big thing about that is if it's a one-score game, Gibbon would have only been down by one score, and they could have played the whole second half for that. But you give up the kickoff return for a touchdown, now it's a two-score game, and you wonder if you're able to get anything going. They need to have something happen. They moved... Throughout the second quarter, there, after they gave up the safety, they had field position on Wood River, just never able to get a first down. And the boot by Gideon Lure, line drive that the short man didn't take. It goes between them. Hampton goes back and picks it up at the 26, up to the 30, a little seam to the 35, and that's where he'll be met by the purple and white of Wood River. And the tackle is made by Trey Zazine. So, first and 10 for Gibbon at their 35 yard line, and let's see what they decided to do. At halftime, uh, I would think you would have to find a way to get the ball to Sean Hampton to the outside. Whether you're throwing him a swing pass, a toss sweep, something. uh, They've only had a chance to run the ball eight times. It's hard to get a sample out of that, right? (laughs) So we will see what they do here. They'll put Eskendon in the backfield with Hampton. And coming up under center will be the quarterback, Wiseman. Lone man out to the left. They'll hand it off to Eskendon, and 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 Eskendon will fight his way forward for a couple of yards from the 31 up to about the 33, a gain of a couple. (laughs) When Hurley makes a play, you can kind of hear friends or family down below us uh, make a little noise on his behalf. We'll call it second down and eight here for Gibbon. A little slow... They don't really huddle, but they all look at those wristbands for the play and very slow coming up to the line of scrimmage. A late substitution, twins to the right, single to the left. Hampton to the backfield here with Wiseman. On second down and eight, here comes the pressure again. Wiseman has enough time. Slat over the middle is complete at midfield to the 40. Down the right side to the 30. Eskendon to the 25. Stays on his feet inside the 20 and all the way down to the 19 yard line. There you go for the given Buffaloes. Wiseman able to hit him in stride and they will mark him down at the 19. That's a 43 yard pass completion and the first first down of the game for the Gibbon Buffaloes. They've tried that slant three or four times, completed it a couple of times, but that time Eskendon was able to break it. First and ten at the 19-yard line. Wiseman staying out of the pistol. They're going to throw again over the middle of the left side slant, and it is caught, but just outside the end zone at the one to Tamayo. A low sliding like he was an outfielder trying to grab it off the turf. And an 18-yard completion. So it looks like Gibbon said, let's just go out and sling it around. It's first and goal at the one for the Buffaloes. They put about four guys in the backfield here. Looking like we might get some kind of a quarterback sneak, but Wiseman is actually in the pistol. Takes it, gives it to Hampton. Hampton tries it over his center. Hampton does not get in. So it'll be second goal at the one. Hampton still looking for positive yards on the ground. Second down. Second down and goal at the one for the Buffaloes. Same formation. Two backs over the left tackle. They give it to Hampton again. This time Hampton gets a little lower, and Sean is not in. The official on the given sideline sprinting in there, running pointing at the ground, saying his knee had hit. So now it's third down. Just run it behind the biggest guy on the line. They try to go quick. Wiseman, and before they can get the snap, here comes a penalty flag, and it looks like neutral zone infraction on the defense, which is basically a one-yard penalty. Third down and goal inside the one now. They still don't put that quarterback under center. Old-school football guys wouldn't like that. And everybody's in the box for Wood River. The referee blows the whistle to get everybody set third and goal at the one. Wiseman out of the pistol. One more time to Hampton, and he got upended. Hurley came in there and got him at the ankles before he could even get a step forward. And it's going to be fourth and goal at the one. Probably even lost a half a yard. So they've tried three times to Hampton off right guard, and three times he's been stopped. Now they're going to bring some wide receivers into the ball game. And, boy, if they get stopped here, that would pretty much just rip your heart out. And we're going to get a timeout.
14: Timeout,
0: 8.55 to go here in the third quarter. It is Wood River 14, Gibbon nothing, fourth and goal at the one for the Buffaloes when we come back this timeout. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney.
21: Five Points Bank, the better bank, is now Grand Allen and Nebraska's fastest-growing bank. Started in 1971, we're now in Hastings, Kearney, Lincoln, Papillion, Omaha, and Sumner. Five Points Bank, the better bank, takes care of customers and provides the best banking and technology.
18: Thanks to all our loyal customers, Gary Michaels Clothiers is celebrating 36 years of business. Buy any suit or sport coat and pants and receive a free dress shirt and tie, $100 value. 20% off all men's and ladies outerwear. Buy three, get the fourth free on men's ties, dress shirts, belts, and socks. Sock up and save. Men's and ladies clearance wraps, Take an additional 20% off the lowest price. Buy, shop, and celebrate our anniversary now through the end of the month. Downtown Hastings and Kearney, Gary Michaels Clothiers.
0: Well, Wood River trying to stymie Gibbon after they made it to the one. Fourth and goal at the one. Wiseman out of the pistol with Hampton behind him. He'll take the snap, throw it over the middle, and it's complete for the touchdown. Tamayo will haul it in for a one-yard touchdown, and Gibbon is on the board with 8.51 to go here in the third quarter of play. And it took a little guts to call that, too, but when you've run it three times right up the gun and couldn't get in, They decided to try something different. It was the pass that got them down the field. 43, 18, and then one. And now they will line up to attempt the extra point from Tamayo. And the kick is on the way. Plenty of leg on that one, and it is good. So with 8.51 to go in the third quarter, it's starting to look like a football game. Wood River 14, Gibbon 7, our five points bank touchdown, a one-yard pass from quarterback Matt Wiseman to Carlos Tamayo. We'll be right back.
12: Buzz's Marine of Kearney wants your boat, and they're going to make it more than worth your while. Right now, if you trade in your used boat for a brand new boat, your winnerization is on Buzz's Marine. Plus, if your trade-in boat is a 2010 or newer, you get $1,000 extra added value on your trade-in. This incredible trade-in offer expires October 31st. See store for full details at Buzz's Marine 5th and Central Kearney. Or shop new boats online at buzzesmarine.com trade. That's buzzesmarine.com trade.
2: Welcome to Freddy's. What can we get started for you?
5: I haven't had a carb in three weeks, and if I have one more sip of a kale smoothie, I need a Freddy's original, double with cheese, fries, and a turtle sundae. Please. We understand. If you're going to be bad, it better be good. And no one satisfies your cravings better than Freddy's frozen custard and steak burgers. The experience that puts a smile on your face, and the taste that brings you back. For a limited time, try Freddy's blue cheese bacon steak burger.
0: Freddy's frozen custard and steak burgers, 1010 Third Avenue, Carney. Friday night football here on Power 99 always ends with the Rivals and Run scoreboard show. J.D., Nick, and the gang back at the studios will take you through the scores on this final night. A lot of them always important, so find out how it affects your team in the playoffs as we're ready to kick it off. Low line drive kick just picked out of the air at the 33-yard line by Devin Jepson. He brings it up to the 35, to the 40, still turning his legs, and he got a good run back to the 45-yard line. As Avila just kind of line drive kicked it, and instead of letting it go by him, Jepson said, all right, I'll take it. And the Eagles will have the ball at their own 45-yard line. Now leading 14-7. Both teams have already scored here in the first 3-16 of quarter number three. Wood River returned the kickoff to make it 14 to nothing, And then Gibbon hit a big 43-yard pass play and an 18-yarder to get him down to the one. And eventually punch it in on fourth down. Trips in the backfield. They'll hand it off to Luer over the left side. He'll get across the 45 to the 48. And again to three. Hard running for Gideon Luer. 30 yards. 81 yards of rushing in the first half was all the yardage Wood River had. They didn't dominate the first half by any means. It's just that they had... Better field position for about a quarter and a half. Gibbon finally took it away from him, but couldn't get in the end zone in the last seven minutes of the second quarter. Split out wide to the right is Easton Graves, the only wide receiver. This time Gibbon over again, and he comes through the middle of the line, grabbed his shoulder pad, twisted him around, and he'll Run be into Given territory at the 48-yard line. Maybe the 47, and we'll give him a gain of five. But it is still third down here for the Eagles and short. They need about two and a half. Need to get to the given 45-yard line. The ball's between the 47 and the 48. Aiden Graves split out wide to the right. Fullback is Lure. Zazine and Huxtable are both in there. And they will give it on a quarterback keeper around the left side. And just sticking the football out to the 45-yard line is Ty Swanson. And that should be enough for the first down. Swanson has the only rushing touchdown for Wood River. And they're looking at it. They just put the nose of the football on the 45. And they are going to bring the chains in, just like Carney Towing and Repair would do for you if you were stranded on the side of the road. No matter where, they'll get you home, Carney Towing and Repair. And it is a first down for for Wood River. So the Eagles get their first first down of the second half. Taking a look at our scoreboard again from com. Kearney 28, North Platte 7 in the third quarter. Grand on the Northwest 35, Hastings 7 in the third. At the half, McCook, a shocking 14-13 lead over number two, Scott's Bluff, and Crete leading York 27-7. Kearney Catholic leading Holdridge at the half, 21-12. Aurora now 16-15 over Central City at the half. First and ten, they'll give it to Zazine on a cross off the right side. He just runs over two, three, four guys. And finally, the middle of that line brings him down after about a we'll four-yard gain. Dylan Davis, by Davis. And they'll mark him at the 41-yard line. Down. But for a crack, Wood River's going to be able to move the ball down the football field. It is Adams Central 44-0 over Kozat in the third quarter. Halftime, Donovan Trumbull leads Milford at 26 to nothing. and St. Paul leads Grand Island Central Catholic 32-14. to 14. Ravenna leading Hartland 62-8 in the third. Quarterback draws Swanson. He took a step back, comes forward, and he's going to be short of the first down, but gets to the 37-yard line. A gain of four Swanson, more. It's very interesting the way the offense the has been called tonight. When they pick somebody to run it, they'll run it for... A set of downs, not the whole series, but they'll run it two or three times in a row, then somebody else two or three times in a row, and that's just kind of the way it's been, keeping a pretty good balance. But we have not seen Cade, or we have not seen Caleb Stewart in the game here lately, and I was trying to see if there was an injury, but I don't think so, as they had it off on the right side for Luer, and Luer is going to get enough for the first down to the 35-yard line. Needed to... Got to,
14: and the Eagles First will move the chains
0: with all the injuries that have been fallen this football team. And it looks like, yeah, I have I have picked up Caleb Stewart. He has gotten out of his pads. Standing on the sideline over here, talking to Carson Thompson of Wood River. Got a hoodie on, and so. He is out of the football game. I did not see what happened to him in the course of the game tonight. So instead, Huxtable getting into the football game. Here is Luer again, straight up the middle, 3-4 Buffalos. After 3-4 yards, he gets to the 30, and he's going to pick up about 5 on that play.
14: Run by Lure, stop made So Gideon by Lure. now
0: with Yockey. 4 carries for 15 yards here in the third quarter, all on this drive obviously because they returned the opening kickoff for a touchdown and this is the first time they've run any offense in the fourth quarter, Axtell 16, Blue Hill 14 on the breeze, 94.5 at the half Loomis leading Anselmo Myrna 13-12 in D2 action, second down and five it's Lure again, this time they get to him, Gibbon comes through strong and gets the tackle at the line or even behind the line of scrimmage it's Jose Honorado. He comes flying through there, and he's going to push Lure back about a yard and a half, maybe two. And that'll bring up third down, and they'll officially call it six. 14-7 Wood River with four and a half to go here in quarter number three. High school football on Power 99, KKPR-FM, Carney hastings Grand Island. Glad to have you along with us. Platriverpreps.com, our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. Split out wide to the right is Aiden Graves. Usually just one wide receiver, and it took him a while to get out of the huddle, so a timeout going to be called here by Wood River. It'll be their first of the half, Wood brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 405 to go in the third quarter. It's third and six. Wood River at the 32-yard line of Gibbon, and they lead it 14-7.
11: Anywhere fall activities take you, Friesen Ford has you covered. With a great selection of new and pre-owned cars, trucks, vans, SUVs, right on our lot, Friesen Ford has a selection to make it anywhere your fall activities take you. From marching band, practices, to high school football and volleyball games, their friendly sales team will work with you to find a car that fits your needs. And easy financing options are available. See the selection today at Friesen Ford. Just off I-80 in Aurora or online at FriesenFord.com for sales, service, parts. Trust your friendly Friesen 14.
0: Third down and six for Wood River at the Gibbon 32 toss sweep. Right side looking for some room. Huxtable cuts it back up on the hash mark. Gets to the 30 to the 29. A gain of three. He's uh, by upended Huxley. there by Eskendon. By, Eskendon. by Eskendon. And for Kate Huxtable, his fourth carry of the ball game. But again, fourth down. But again, these fourth downs for Wood River have always been in Gibbon territory. So they'll line up to go for it at the 29-yard line. And now the Buffalo's defense needs to find a way to get a stop here. They're still in this football game, obviously, after marching it down and answering the kickoff after they're down 14 to nothing. So that first offensive series of the third quarter, Gibbon was able to score. Split out wide to the left is Easton Graves, still at Diamond backfield. Fourth and four. They want to throw. Swanson to the tight end down the field over the fingertips of his intended receiver, Devin Jepson. Coverage there by Braxton Smith just couldn't hook up and still not a completed pass in this football game for Wood River. And you look, I mean, yeah, you can say eight-man Giltner, but you look at Coach Ashby's tenure everywhere he's been, this will have to be by far the fewest passing yards ever in a season. And not because there isn't some talent, it's just because of the injuries and all the guys they've had to switch around. So Gibbon will start at their own 29-yard line trailing 14-7 with 3.16 remaining in the third quarter. Twins to the right, Wiseman out of the pistol, Hampton to the backfield, pitches it to him, tries to get to the corner, Lure is pursuing, Hampton cuts up and gets a couple. Again, that's what makes Sean Hampton so special. He had two players with an angle on him, including a Carson Thompson, who finished him off, but he was at least able to get it up the field for a gain of a yard. Instead of getting knocked down behind the line of scrimmage, it is second down and nine. But again, for Hampton in this game, I've got him for six carries, zero yards. They tried to give it to him three times at the goal line and couldn't get in. Trips to the right side this time. Wiseman checks with his wide out to the left. Hampton comes up. Here comes a blitz up the middle. Hampton picks it up from the outside. Sideline to Mayo, one-on-one. It's caught first down at the 44-yard line. And that's going to be a gain of 14 yards. To so Tomeo. Wiseman four for four here in the quarter
14: tackle
0: made by and after not getting a first down in the first half first Gibbon has tackle. four here 44 yard and boy they're trying to test him on that man coverage on the outside that if Tameo can grab it and spin just break one tackle there's nobody else there and Wood River may maybe changing up their defense a little bit trips to the right Tameo to the left Looking right, Wiseman, there's that slant, it's tipped in the air, it's batted around, Kyle Nate trying to knock it down, and it's picked off by Wood River. It falls into the hands of Brandon Sire. Kyle Nate was trying to knock it down, and the first time he hit it, it bounced off of one of his linemen, the second time he hit it right into the hands of Sire, and an interception that'll be credited to Wiseman as the ball was batted away. And outside of the onside kick, that's the first turnover, and it will be at the Gibbon 45-yard line. So Sire turns things around here with the INT, and 2:12 to go in the third quarter. Wood River up by a score of 14-7. So at least there's been a few more plays to get your blood pumping here in this third quarter than what we saw in the first half. But can Wood River move this football? They had a nice drive that stalled out on downs. They're going to put Lure as an end to the left out of the shotgun, looking to throw down the right sideline for Zazine is over his head.
14: Pass by Swanson.
0: Swanson just can't find the connection right now. And, again, he was covered. I don't think a perfect one-hand Odell Beckham catch was about the only thing Zazine would have been able to do there. And it is second down and 10 at their own 45-yard line. Again, they'll be going through the playoff points. The NSAA will have those up early tomorrow morning. Talking to Stu Pospisil at State Cross Country tonight, they'll have some of their projections up before midnight tonight for those of you that are extremely interested in that. Again, neither team here going to the playoffs. Toss, sweep, Cade Huxtable to the wide side of the field, finding a little bit of a hole, and as he finds that hole, penalty flags come out, and that probably means a block Good in the back. A short game, maybe a yard on the play, and two hankies came out there. Holding
14: against the so it's a hold
0: on the edge against Wood River. Their seventh penalty of the ball game, and that'll make it second down and twenty. After the incompletion on first down, it'll be at the forty-five yard line of the Eagles, leading it fourteen to seven. Clock running now, a minute 55 to go in the football game. Some of our games starting to head to the fourth quarter that are pretty tight. Again, that Axtell-Blue Hill game remains 16-14. Heck of a game going on there in Axtell on Power 99. Probably being officiated extremely well, too. And on second down, they want to run the football. They just give it to the fullback, and Lure gets a couple up to the 47-yard line.
14: Trying to pop one when
0: you figure that the defense is maybe more than a nickel or even a dime, and it's going to be 3rd and 18 at the 47-yard line. Need to get to the Gibbon 35, 34. Got to get inside the 35 where the sticks are. And Wood River will take a snap of this football with under a minute to go in the third quarter. Again, Kate Huxtable returned the kickoff 90 yards to begin the third quarter. But Gibbon finally got their offense rolling and passed it down the field and a one-yard pass from Wiseman to Tamayo on fourth and goal. Third down and 17, option to the right side. Swanson looks like he just wants to get what he can, tries to stiff arm out here, and it's not going to work. Dylan Davis was there, and then the cavalry comes in. Chase Bombeck is in there, and a whole host of big boys, including Yepes, for Gibbon. And that's going to move the ball back a couple of yards to the 45-yard line again. And he wasn't trying to pass the football, just trying to get to the corner. He put a good stiff arm, too, out there on a Dylan Davis. But Davis was going to have none of it. And now Wood River lines up to punt. A 40 and a 17-yarder for Kate Huxtable. And they might be able to let the quarter run out. And I guess that's what they're going to do. So the third quarter is done. One quarter to go in the season for these two teams. It's Wood River 14 and Gibbon 7, Friday Night Football here on Power 99 and
4: PlatteRiverPreps.com. Community, it's a place that means coming together. A place where the smiles are warm, handshakes are firm, and the day's work is honest. Buffalo County Farm Bureau is hometown proud. Nebraska's economy is fueled by Nebraska agriculture. When agriculture is strong, Nebraska is strong. Our work reaches well beyond the farmer ranch, informing youth and consumers about agriculture, providing support for mental health, and benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture.
0: With our producer, engineer, J.D. Rader, I'm Doug Duda here on Power 99 and Preps.com. We'll start the fourth quarter with a punt for Huxtable, and he'll take some time and hit a beautiful spiral. It turns over and backing up. Eskandon will take it at his 13-yard line and actually be dropped at his 10. By Huxtable. Really Turn nice by punt that time of 42 yards and then negative 2 on the return. And so Gibbon, who again had trouble in their own territory in the first half, oh, and we've got another penalty that even makes it worse. So, a holding penalty that should back him up another five yards. Although the flag was upfield a little bit, fourteen to seven, Wood River with the lead, and two kickoffs have kind of been huge in this game. They had an onside kick to start the game. And although they didn't score on the opening drive, they kept pitting Gibbon deep and finally had just a 31-yard field and scored early in the second quarter. And then the opening kickoff return here in quarter number three. So let's go first and ten at the five. Wiseman, they're still going to throw the football. Slant over the middle, but overshoots. Is in Jacob Kuchera. That's That's been their money play, and it's been open. And he was open there. That time Wiseman missed on it. Given who had just 18 yards in the first half, only had three yards rushing in that quarter, but they were able to get 76 yards through the air. And then a batted ball for an interception. And Wood River's able to pin him deep on the putt. Second down, pitch play Hampton. He's stuffed at the 1, makes a nice spin move up to the 5, to the 10, got out of there. Going to be marked down just short of the 10, maybe closer to the 8. But what a nice job getting out of the end zone there by Hampton. And again, still hasn't been able to bust any kind of a big run. It's going to be a gain of 3, which is actually his longest run of the night. And that will bring up third and seven. The ball at the given eight. Do they try that slant again? Or do they go one-on-one against Ty Swanson up here at the top of the formation? Option that way. Kept by the quarterback Wiseman. He'll dive across the 10-yard line. The ball came loose, but well after he was down. And they'll give him about the 12, maybe the 13, but it's not enough. For a first down, and Gibbon is going to have to punt. They'll mark it at the 13 yard line, a five yard run that time from Wiseman. And so far, the punting game 26 26 and 35 here from Hyde. And Connor would love to get a nice punt here. Fourth and two. Snaps a good one. The boots away. High but short. Huxtable says get away. Gibbons going to get about five, six yards to roll, but only to the 43-yard line, a 30-yard punt, and no return for Wood River. And the Eagles are up by a score of 14-7. to Don't forget when we're done, the new West sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Our field conditions are brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans with impact partners in Pioneer Seed. Science with service, delivering success. The field in really good shape here for this final game of the season at Wood River. And they're up 14-7. Blast up the middle, Gideon Lohr. That time he got through into the linebackers to the 37-yard line. And although it's only a gain of six, he didn't get hit until he was five yards up the field. Run by that's kind of what this whole game has looked like. Gibbons' defensive line has actually played pretty well, but both teams are just packing the box, daring you to throw it. And it's all about getting that extra yard or two. Instead of getting a two- or three-yard game for Wood River, can they get the four or the five? They haven't really had a big run all night long, but enough to move the chains. Second down, short five. Swanson Hampton came through an errant pitch, and they're able to just dive on it. Huxtable back at the original line of scrimmage and
14: Huckstable.
0: for the first time tonight Swanson locked rattled Hampton came through untouched and he just threw it out there and Huxtable dove on the football and he's a little slow to get up but nonetheless that's a huge save on a loss of five on the play you turn that over that Changes the complexion of the game. Gibbon has the ball in good field position. Because the way things look right now, Gibbon might only get the ball one more time as we're under nine minutes to go. And you're probably in two-down territory here. For Wood River, maybe. They're at the 41-yard line of Gibbon. And they'll hand it on a crossbuck to Zazine. And Zazine gets hit hard and brought down after a short gain. And in there again is Jacob Kuchera. Boy, he's had a really good game tonight. Ball moves from the 42 to the 38, 37, maybe the 41 to the 37. A gain a four for Trey. And another fourth down coming up here for Wood River. They have not completed a pass all night long, and they're facing fourth and six here at the Gibbon 37. Out of the shotgun. Now they're going to set up in a punt formation. Okay. Try to really pin Gibbon. Eskendon runs back. And Huxtable will indeed punt it. Might have got too much of that one. It bounces at the two and goes just into the end zone. It hit the end line and then backed up. But nonetheless, a 37-yard punt, and it goes into the end zone for a touchback. So they're going to make Gibbon work for it. They know they've only had one big play all night long, a 43-yard slant to Eskendon. And they're going to make sure that they have to do it again. So an 80-yard field here. For Gibbon down 14 to 7. 8.03 remaining in the game. They'll send Eskendon out to the left by himself, Tamayo to, to the right. They've tried a couple of sideline patterns to him. Everything else basically has been a slant. Haven't really even taken a shot down the field, and everybody's moving here.
14: That only flag on the play.
0: I don't think they tried to the hard count Wood River, but. They moved, then Gibbon moved, and let's see what the officials decide. This might be one of those where they disagree and could be right, and they're going to say procedure on Gibbon.
14: So that'll be the eighth Eighth penalty of the ball game on
0: Gibbon, and that is the fifth illegal procedure penalty for Wood River. They have seven penalties for 51 yards. But Gibbon, when they get behind the chains, have had a lot of trouble tonight. And it's first and 15, but they've went to the air here in the second half. Motion, they haven't done that much. Eskin from left to right. Wiseman takes the snap. Wheel route under some pressure. Steps up, has room to run. And now penalty flag as he gets back to the line of scrimmage. By
14: Wiseman. Stop made by
0: and coming over here with his hands outstretched is Colin Hurley saying, Hey, they're holding me. Guess what, big guy? They got it. I believe there's actually two penalty flags in different portions of the field. One at the original line of scrimmage, illegal shift on Gibbon, hold on the defense during that pass the and the,
14: shift the pass play,
0: and the, uh, the excuse me, the uh, penalties will well offset. We so we'll do it again. And as we said, Gibbon hadn't motioned very much today, and I think they're going to say that Eskendon headed up the field before the ball was snapped. So we'll redo it. First and 15 at their 15. Wiseman with twins to the right, single to the left, Hampton in the backfield. A non-factor tonight. There's the slant again down the middle of the field. Tamayo, it's low, and it's off his fingertips at the 35-yard line. But one thing about that, Wiseman's done a really good job of keeping it away from wherever Wood River is. Now, yeah, he has the interception, but that was a batted ball at the line of scrimmage that got bounced around and ended up being intercepted. But Wiseman on his last three passes, 0 for 2 with the pick after starting 4 for 4 here in the third, second and 15. And Wiseman back to pass again, looking over the middle, complete this time, short one to the 20, breaking a tackle, 25, still dancing, trying to get up to the 30-yard line, brought down at the 29 is Jacob Kuchera. He's going to be just short of the first down. The Gibbon coaches were just saying, run forward, run forward, and you'll get the first down, but a gain of 14, and it'll be third down and one. That's the third completion of over 10 yards that has not resulted in a first down for Gibbon tonight. That's pretty hard to do, but either sacks or penalties and put him in the wrong place. Third and one, they line up. Wiseman hands it to Hampton. They haven't had a lot of success on short yardage, but this time they do. He goes off Hampton. left guard. They've been going right side, especially when they were down there on the goal line, and, and Hampton is able to pick up two if not three. Waiting to see where the official spot is. Looks like a gain of two to the 31. And Gibbon will get a fresh set of downs. Seven minutes and counting to go in the game. Wood River 14. Gibbon 7. Going through the air here in the second half. Escadon splits out wide to the right. Man-to-man coverage out here with Graves looking that way. Towards the sideline and just past the outstretched hands by of Eskendon.
14: Intended for
0: Graves Eskendon. over there trying to help out was Carson Thompson.
14: Second down.
0: Second down and ten. Stops the clock with 6.43 and a chance for us to take a look at some more scores. Again, UNK volleyball a winner tonight in straight sets over Central Oklahoma. We get an update here on the Huskers from J.D. back at the studio, but I believe they were up in the third set, even 1-1 with Indiana. Second and 10, Wiseman. Pressure from Thompson. Thompson hit him. Thompson sacked him. Thompson came with a blitz on the outside, and nobody picked him up. And that's the third sack of the ball game for Wood River. And that'll drop him back at about the 23-yard line. A loss of eight. And that'll bring up third down and 18. Big play. Because if Gibbon cannot convert here, they're going to have to punt it away and hope to get it back one more time. 6-10 and counting. 14-7 Wood River. Wiseman takes a look at the wristband, takes the snap, looks right out of the flat, flips it out here, and it's dropped off the fingertips of Hampton. They were trying to send the wide receivers deep and clear things out for Hampton, but They've tried that a couple of times and haven't hooked up on what probably shouldn't be that tough of a play. It just hasn't happened tonight. They haven't run it much. Hampton talking to the referee about something, but uh, short discussion, and we move on. So Hyde stands back to punt it away. Given had to get a guy off the field. The snap, no rush. The kick isn't in. A high, short one. Let's see what kind of a roll he gets. And it's going to take a Wood River roll backwards to the 44-yard line. That's only a 21-yard punt. So Gibbon not able to help themselves out here with good field position. 14-7, Wood River, 5.49 to go, and they've got it at the 44-yard line of Gibbon. Kearney, 28. North Platte, 7 in the fourth quarter. Lincoln East has scored first over Grand Island, 7-0. Grand Island, Northwest pummeling Hastings tonight, 49-7 in the third quarter. That's on 1230 AM KJS. Crete now leads York 27-21 in the third. In the fourth, McCook continues to lead Scott's Bluff 14-13 in C1. Aurora leading Central City 22-15 in the third. Here on first down and 10, crossbuck action. They'll hand it off to Zazine. Zazine gets into the linebackers and even a little deeper inside the 40 to the 39-yard line. And a gain of six. Other scores to tell you about in C1. Adams Central, a so final over Kozad, 44 to nothing. By, Carney Catholic was down 12 to 7, but now they lead Holdridge 42 to 18 in the fourth.
14: There's a penalty flag on the play against the Eagles for an illegal block.
0: And yeah, we have got a flag, as you heard in the background there, against Wood River. And so that is going to back them up here into their own territory. The and that 15 looks like a 15-yarder. So that is a major foul. illegal block. Eighth penalty of the ball game. Elsewhere, St. Paul now has rolled away from GICC, 50-14 to 14 in the fourth quarter. Donovan Trumbull leading Milford, 34-0 in the fourth. Ravenna leading Hartland, 78-14 to 14 in the fourth quarter of play. And the Wood River coaching staff wants an explanation on what that block was all about. Nebraska won the third set from Indiana 25 16, and they're up 8 3 in the fourth, trying to pick up the win. And then tomorrow they play at Purdue. BDS leading Thayer Central at the half 46 to nothing. Axtell and Blue Hill are tied at 22 on the breeze, 94.5 in the fourth quarter. What a game there! First and 25 now, and Wood River's going to play it safe, go up the middle. Give it to lure Lures going to pick up about
14: Run by three on the play. Battle made by Kuehler.
0: And Jaime Cuellar that's in there on bad. the tackle for Gibbon. Checking some other things out here on our scoreboard. It was Maywood or McPherson County Stapleton beating Wilcox Hildreth tonight in six-man 42-13. to And that's the score update, platteriverpreps.com. Here we have five minutes and counting to go in this game. A rivalry that hasn't had a whole lot of that into it, but it's a close game. Wood River 14, Gibbon 7, second and 21, and Wood River calls timeout before the snap of the football. They will have one remaining brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Again, 14-7, Wood River here on Power 99. Back to action here at Wood River with the full house backfield again for the Eagles. Ty Swanson under center, hands it off to Lure straight up the middle of the field, and he's going to pick up about 4 to the 41. And What makes that interesting is you kind of right wonder what the Lure, Wood River coaches saw there. If that's the play you're going to call, you burn the timeout. Normally, that's not something that you need to burn a timeout for, so they must have saw something lined up a little wrong or maybe didn't have Enough guys out on the field. So, second or first and 25 now is third and 16 at the Wood River 49 yard line. Again, not a single completed pass for the Eagles here tonight. And I doubt that they're going to throw it here either. They do have man coverage. To the only receiver out there. And they'll give it on an option. Keep here starting left. Reversing his field. Swanson to the right. And there is nowhere to go. As Rodolfo Yepes Yepes. is back there to make the tackle. And I think Gibbon has elected to use a timeout. A loss on the play of two yards there for Swanson. That is the... First make it the second sack of the ball game, and now Gibbon will have one timeout remaining with three fifty seven to go. Wood River looks like they're gonna be forced to pump the football fourth and eighteen with a fourteen to seven lead. We'll be right back.
16: This is Bob from B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring, but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over fifty years combined experience. Russ. Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at BB and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say that's where we always go.
0: World Series continuing in the top of the fifth. The Houston Astros three, the Washington Nationals one, and the Astros threatening in the fifth. Nationals up two games to one. Here, 3.57 remaining in the football game, but 4th and 18 Wood River at their own 47, leading it 14-7. to Their lineup to putting it now with Cade Huxtable. And we have got motion here, and I think maybe Gibbon jumped off sides. Now, they can afford to do that. They've got a lot of yards to work with, but maybe trying to anticipate the snap and get in there for a block because Jacob Kuchera came flashing through there, but was he drawn off? No. Five-yard penalty off sides on that Gibbon.
14: penalty will move the ball. Five yards. Still fourth down.
0: And they can try it again if they want. Fourth down and 12. Or maybe more like 13 where they put the stick down at. Fourth and 13. And here's the snap. Here comes all kinds of pressure, and they roughed him. Oh, they roughed him. I don't know how they didn't block it. Fair catch called for at the 20-yard line. It's a 27-yard punt, but that is going to be a roughing the punter. And combined with that offsides, that is enough to give them a first down. Personal foul roughing the punter on Gibbon. They went for it, and they didn't get it. I mean, there were five Gibbon Buffaloes around the punter, Huxtable, And he didn't need to act. They ran into him. Now, it wasn't violent. It wasn't really hard. But it was the right call. They just couldn't get a fingertip on him. And that is a 15-yard penalty penalty with 3.49 to go in the game. And the roughing the putter will give Wood River a first down, only their third of the second half. 3.49 to go. And the ball will be marked at the 30- three-yard line of Gibbon. Fourth penalty of this quarter on Gibbon. And now they're going to have to gamble a little bit. They hand it off to Luer, trying to pull the ball out of his hands. Just about got the job done with Sean Hampton, but they stop him one yard behind the line of scrimmage. And they'll stop the clock with 3.43 to go, and I guess Gibbon's going to go ahead and use it Right timeout here, Gibbon, that'll be the timeout final timeout for the Buffaloes with 3.43 to go on a one-yard loss by Gideon Lures. So, it's pretty simple. Gibbon has to come up with a stop or Wood River is going to be able to run out the clock. 3.43 remaining in the football game. Wood River, 14, Gibbon 7 this timeout. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. And back to action here at Wood River. Ty Swanson going to keep it himself, just trying to eat some time up. And Sean Hampton drops him behind the line Run of scrimmage.
14: Swanson. And he's going to be back Hampton there about
0: the 37-yard line. A loss of three. Third down. So right now, it looks like Wood River is just trying to play kill the clock. Coming in is Austin Bittner wearing number 20. We had been told by Coach that he had been injured but looks like he is out there for a couple of plays. I saw that earlier and I thought maybe we had just been uh, looked at the wrong number but that's not the case. He comes back in there. And it is third and long. Swanson hands it off to Zazine over the right side. Gets what he can inside the 35. To about the 32. That'll be a gain of five for Trey. And the clock continues to roll.
14: Tackle made by Davis. Davis Davis in there
0: again on the tackle. Yaki's been in there. Dylan Davis, Jace Bombek been huge in this game. Clock with 2.30 to go. Fourth down and nine yards to go. At the 31-yard line. Of Gibbon, 14-7. Wood River, they're trying to hold on. And Huxtable's in there like they're going to pump the football. And why not? No need to give Gibbon any more than they have. And now Wood River is going to call their final timeout. So... And struggle to the finish time line out, here, but There's the teams fun, have game. a chance to win this football game. And Wood River trying to do it for the second year in a row. Another timeout. Rarely do you see all twelve timeouts used in a ball game. We have seen that here tonight. And again, our next high school sports action coming up Monday from the C1 Den Sub District Volleyball Tournament. And Holdridge, the Gibbon Lady Buffs, will take on Minden at 4.30. Kearney, Catholic, and Adams Central at approximately 6.00. And then Southern Valley, the top seed, will get the winner of that Minden game with Gibbon at around 7.30, the final coming up on Tuesday. And then next Wednesday, you've got some district volleyball championships that will be played in Classes A and B. Carney has to travel down to Elkhorn South. They play Columbus in their first game on Tuesday. If they win, they get into the championship. Carney has defeated North Platte. It's a final 31 to 14. Should get him a home field game next week. Now we're ready to go. Huxtable calls for the snap. It's a fake. Swanson takes the up, goes to the right side. He's being strung out, and he will not get the first down. He's forced out of bounds over there by Dylan by Davis. By Swanson, Tamayo forced out him outside, but Davis. Sean Hampton. Had they tried Not to punt yet, that, Sean Hampton would have tackled Huxtable Nine before he even kicked it. And you could, have, you, if you could have seen the expression, on. even with that helmet on for Hampton, when he saw they snapped it to the up man, he put both his hands on his helmet like, uh-oh. But his teammates were able to make the play. And Swanson, after getting about five yards, now it's up to the defense. Two minutes to go. At the 27-yard line, no timeouts. Gibbon has got to go 73 yards for a chance to tie it. They're down 14-7. Wiseman, two backs in the backfield. Slant over the middle, and it's juggled and picked off. Bittner on the right side, 25-20, 15-10. Still on his feet. Touchdown, Wood River. Austin Austin Bittner with a 27-yard interception return to seal the deal here for the Wood River Eagles. They had gone back to the well, apparently one too many times. And Bittner just made a nice play and then was able to take it all the way to the house. And it looks like we have an injured Gibbon Buffalo down in the end zone. Trying to chase him down, one of the big linemen with those braces and... uh, Usually you're not trying to run down somebody, but that was the case there on the pick six. Our five points bank touchdown, a 27-yard interception return there by the junior Austin Bittner, 149 to go in the game. Now it's Wood River 20 and Gibbon 7 while they look at the injured player. We'll take a break. for you. Yeah, I believe that's Kyle Nate who is up but walking very gingerly off the football field here for Gibbon and Wood River now lining up to kick the extra point. That is Guerrero. Low snap. They bobble the snap. They're not going to be able to get it away and the conversion is no good. So with 149 remaining in the game, it's been special teams and defense that have done the job here for Wood River. They've got a kickoff return for a touchdown and a pick six, and they lead Gibbon by a score of 20-7. to We'll kick it off one more time when we return.
10: Carney, Holdridge, Lexington and Lincoln or log on to barneyinsurance.net
0: Stay tuned for the New West Sports Medicine or orthopedic Hello. surgery post game show Hello. coming up Hello. with a minute 49 to go and it looks like and Gibbon and will end that. the season 1-8 and eight, and Wood River will finish at 4-5 and five on the year but uh, Wood River will lose a lot more senior and upperclassmen than Gibbon will so it will be interesting when they tangle next season what will happen you assume they'll still be in the same district lures just going to squib it here it's going to be picked up by davis and then it slips out of his hands and now Gibbon picked up by hampton who was originally the back man and now he's got room down the sideline 30 40 50 hampton is going to return it and this football game is not over so on, on a hampton, crazy crazy touchdown. crazy play the squib kick Just bounced over to Dylan Davis. He picked it up at the 35, started to run forward. The ball just slipped right out of his hands with no contact. Sean Hampton, who was the deep man, picked it up at the 30. By then, the blocking's all out of whack. He runs right down the Gibbon sideline 70 yards, and it's 20-13 with 1.34 to go in the game. Each team with a kickoff return for a touchdown. Hampton has been... Non-factor offensively in this game tonight, but there is a huge one. And now Tomeo tries to make the extra point. And the snap. The kick is away. The kick is up. The kick is good. Not as far as the first one, but it didn't matter. And now they will have to recover an onside kick, but at least they're still in the football game. Our five-points bank touchdown, a 70-yard kickoff return by Sean Hampton. 134 to go, Wood River 20, and Gibbon 14.
2: Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its
0: customers. Online at downeydrilling.com. Well, I'm pretty sure about 98% of the people, even those wearing blue and white, didn't think we were going to see another kickoff in this football game let alone this quick. But both teams are out of timeouts, so it all comes down to an onside kick. And Gibbon has not been in this situation much over the last handful of years. And Avila will tee it up. Six to his left, four to his right, so that usually means that's where he wants to kick the ball towards his sideline. Only one man even going to be kind of deep here for Wood River. And is there still some magic here for Gibbon? Avila boots it, a squibber. That's a good one, and the ball is covered by Wood River, and then the ball squirts loose, and let's see what our official tells us. I think the Eagles have it, and they do. They tried to knock it out of Thompson's hand, but Carson Thompson able to cover it, and now Wood River just has to kneel on the football. That was a great onside kick. There's so many times, even at the NFL or college level, it's like, do you even practice? But he kept it along the ground. He got that good couple of bounces. And Thompson was fortunate to square it up and play it like a shortstop and smother it. And after the last play, you don't know what's going to happen, so they just got to get the ball from Hurley into Swanson's hands. And when their offense, he's under center quite a bit. Takes it, kneels it. Gonna have to do it a couple of times with ninety seconds remaining in the contest. But this thing got a lot more exciting towards the end of the football game, and coach now comes down out of the crow's nest and goes back on the sideline to be with his football squad. As Wood River will end four and five, as we said, Gibbon one and eight. The New West post-game show with all the final stats and a recap of how this game played out again. Much more excitement in the second half. It was 8-0 at halftime with hardly any offense. In fact, Gibbon had 18 yards in the first half. And there is the kneel. They'll have to do it one more time. And Wood River is going to beat Gibbon both times in this two-year cycle. And we'll see if they end up in the same district you would have to assume again next year. And Wood River has to snap it one more time. And they'll come out of here with the victory, and they do. A kickoff return for a touchdown, a pick six for a touchdown, and the first touchdown that they scored in the game was set up by an onside kick. And so it got exciting, but in the end, the final score, the Wood River Eagles 20 and the Gibbon Buffaloes 14. The New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show is right around the corner. Keep it here on Power 99 and Platte River Preps. com. And welcome back to Wood River. Again, a big thank you to Athletic Director Ob Boucher and the crew here in the home of the Eagles for uh, their hospitality as the coaches address their teams, and that's always the tough one. It doesn't matter when it is, playoffs, not, final game of the year, last chance to be with your young men and to send them off here until they get ready for winter and, and get ready for next football season for some of them, including your underclassmen. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show, certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today, Wood River 20, Gibbon 14. Here's a look at the unofficial stats, starting with the uh, Gibbon Buffaloes. Sean Hampton hoping to get The 70 yards he needed to go over 1,000, it just wasn't in the plans tonight. Eight carries, five yards. Danny Eskendon, three carries, three yards. Matt Wiseman sacked three times for negative eight yards through five carries, and there was a fumble that goes as a team loss of negative seven. So 17 rushing plays. -7 yards forgiven that's why they went to the air almost exclusively in the second half and it worked out somewhat especially on the opening drive they marched it down the field some 62 yards for their only offensive touchdown of the night but uh, the passing game then sputtered in the fourth quarter Wiseman was 2 of 8 in the first half for 30 yards and a pick and in the or excuse me uh, no picks no touchdowns in the second half Wiseman was 5 of 11 for 90 yards, a touchdown, and two interceptions. 120 yards, 7 out of 19, two interceptions, one touchdown for Wiseman, 113 yards of total offense, five first downs is what I had the Buffaloes for. They punted it five times for an average of about 28 yards. The two turnovers, both interceptions, 10 penalties for 61 yards in this football game. And one of the big ones was that roughing the punter, although they didn't directly score off of that. It did pin Gibbon deep, and the pick six followed that. So 113 for Gibbon, five first downs, five punts, two turnovers, ten penalties for 61 yards. We'll come back and take a look at the final numbers for Wood River right after this on the New West Postgame Show.
21: Five Points Bank, the better bank, is now Grand Island and Nebraska's fastest-growing bank. Started in 1971, we're now in Hastings, Kearney, Lincoln, Papillion, Omaha, and Sumner. Five Points Bank, the better bank, takes care of customers and provides the best banking and technology. b and Carpet Donovan, now with Pergo Extreme Rigid Flooring, where high-performance runs deep. Deeper visuals, deeper protection, deeper warranty. For the number one preferred brand in flooring,
2: Pergo Extreme
21: offers unmatched durability and a guarantee you expect from a high-performance floor. Pergo Extreme's warranty is worry-free for life, providing extreme debt resistance, 100% kid and pet-proof warranty, and waterproof warranty. For the worry-free solution, see B&B Carpets and Donovan, and you'll see why your friends say, that's where we always go five points bank the better bank has personal bankers to help you with all your banking needs from loans to customer service five points bank is the better bank our bankers are empowered to provide exceptional personal banking service and attention bank with the better bank five points bank
0: Let's take a look now at the uh, Husker volleyball team coming up uh, with a four-set win after they lost the first set to Indiana, 25-22. They didn't give up more than 16 points in the next three sets. They'll go to Purdue tomorrow night. Fourwood River tonight, Trey Zazine, 14 carries, 52 yards. Cade Huxtable, 4 carries, 10 yards. Caleb Stewart got hurt in the first half, didn't play in the second half. 3 carries, 14 yards. Gideon Lore, 16 carries, 54 yards. Ty Swanson, 11 carries, 14 yards, a touchdown. He was sacked twice in the football game, and they had a team fumble for negative 5. 49 rushing attempts, 139 yards for Wood River, and they never completed a pass. 0 of 3 in the first half, 0 of 2 in the second half. So Wood River wins the game with only 139 yards of total offense and 8 first downs. But again, a kickoff return for a touchdown and a pick 6. They had 4 punts in the football game, no turnovers, 8 penalties for 66 yards for the Eagles. Time for our Scoring Wrap, brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. It was a very slow-moving first quarter, but again, Wood River won the toss deferred and recovered an onside kick on the opening kickoff right at midfield. They moved the ball down to the 10-yard line but failed to get in on a fourth and six. And I don't keep the number of fourth downs, but I'll bet Wood River had about six fourth-down attempts tonight in the game, and it just went back and forth. Uh, Gibbon could not move the ball. They only had four yards of offense in the first quarter, so Wood River really got three cracks on it. They never took a snap. In their own territory until the second half, uh, they they kept. Moving the ball for Gibbon, uh, who who had to finally pushed it into their territory late in the second quarter, but a 31-yard drive with 9:50 to go in the second quarter was capped by Ty Swanson's six-yard quarterback keeper around the right end. The PAT went under the crossbar, no good, six to nothing. The ensuing kickoff, Gibbon was tackled at the 15-yard line, went backwards, and trying to punt it out of their end zone, they dropped the snap and it was a safety with 853 to go in the second quarter made it 8 to nothing and that's how we would end up at halftime given got the ball uh, in Wood River territory a couple of times after that but again couldn't get a first down either a penalty or a sack would hurt them in the third quarter it was Wood River to receive the uh, opening kickoff, and Cade Huxtable broke it 90 yards for a touchdown. The two-point run was no good, and that made it 14 to nothing. But on the first offensive possession of the third quarter, Gibbon finally got it going. A 43-yard slant pass to Eskendon, then an 18-yarder to Tamile got him to the one-yard line but it looked like they might get stuck there. Three straight handoffs to Sean Hampton. He couldn't get in, so on 4th and 1, Wiseman hit Tamayo, and the Tamayo PAT made it 14-7, to Wood River, 8.51 to go in the third quarter. Then Sire comes up with a deflected pass in the middle of the football field for the Wood River Eagles, and that interception gave them the ball at the given 45, but they were unable to do anything with it. And fast forward all the way here until the fourth quarter, late in that fourth quarter of play, with about three and a half to go, uh, a penalty had set up a first and 25 for Wood River, and they decided, let's just run clock. We'll run the football, make Gibbon use their final two timeouts, and it went from first and 25 to fourth and 17, or fourth and 18. Gibbon tried to block the punt, called for offsides, 4th and 13. And then when they did snap the ball, they roughed the punter, and that gave Wood River a first down. But Wood River was unable to run out the clock, and so Gibbon was able to uh, get the football at their own 20-yard line. But on the first pass play, Austin Bittner picked it off and returned to 27 yards to make it 20-7 to as the snap on the kick was bobbled, 149 to go. But it wasn't over. A squib kick was picked up there by Dylan Davis at the 35-yard line. He started to go forward, and the ball just slipped backwards out of his hand. Sean Hampton, who was the deep man, was right there to scoop it up. He headed towards the sideline in front of Gibbon and returned it 70 yards for a touchdown. Tamayo added the kick 20-14, to but Gibbon could not recover the onside kick. And that gave you your final score, Wood River 20, Gibbon 14. And that is our scoring wrap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent. We'll take a final break and be back to Wood River right after this.
4: Carney's Village Motel is a proud supporter of the Gibbon High School football team and would like to wish the student-athletes good luck in the game. Carney's Village Motel is under new ownership. Heather Santiago, with newly renovated rooms. You can call 308-234-2408 for daily and weekly rates, including free Wi-Fi and cable TV. Kearney's Village Motel, under new ownership. Always clean, always friendly, always affordable. Carney's Village Motel, 824 East 25th Street. Go Buffalos! I <laughs>
5: This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams is your full-service grocery store with the meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service. Adams Corner Market features Chester's Fried Chicken in their deli every day, so stop in before the game and get your dinners made for you from Adams Corner Market. Best of luck to all the area athletes.
0: Well, while we wait for the rest of our football action to uh, get done around the area tonight, we can tell you uh, we'll have the Rivals and Ruts scoreboard show coming up momentarily. Let's run through some uh, other scores for you while we uh, do that and uh, wrap things up here. Class A might be an upset in the making that could really upset the apple cart in the Class A playoffs. Lincoln East. Leading Grand Island at the half fourteen to seven. They had the eight o'clock kickoff at Seacrest Field. Kearney beats North Platte tonight thirty-one to fourteen. In the game of the night in Class B, it wasn't a game at all. Grand Island Northwest forty-nine. Hastings thirteen. Crete beats York thirty-four to twenty-one. McCook upsets Class B number two Scotts Bluff. One of the biggest shocks of the year. McCook twenty-one. Scotts Bluff thirteen. In C1, we might have another one. Central City has come back to take a 29-22 lead on Aurora in the fourth quarter. In finals, Carney Catholic started slow but really turned it on in a 55-18 win over Holdridge. Adam Central shut out Kozad 44-0. In C2, Donovan Trumbull beats Milford 34-8. St. Paul over Grand Island Central Catholic 57-20. It was Sutton tonight. Defeating Hastings St. Cecilia by a score of 54 to nothing. Elsewhere tonight, in class D1, it was Ravenna leading Heartland at last check 78 to 14. In double overtime, Axtell beats Blue Hill 38 to 30. And we're looking for an update in the second half of the Loomis and Selma Myrna game. Also looking for an update on Heartland Lutheran Silver Lake. You can call us at 646-0506 or text us, 646-0506. And in six-man tonight, McPherson County Stapleton beat Wilcox Hildreth 42 to. Thirteen, some other scores from around the state. Archbishop Bergen beats Decima. Herman BDS over Thayer Central is a final, sixty to twelve. Battle Creek shut out Crofton, twenty-eight to nothing. Bellevue West over Omaha Central. Clarkson Lee beat Emerson Hubbard. Columbus shuts out Omaha Northwest, sixty-four to nothing. Deschler over Lewiston, seventy to thirty-two. Elkhorn South beat Creighton Prep, forty-two to fourteen. Howell's Dodge shut out Madison. Forty-two to nothing, Lincoln Southeast over Lincoln Northeast, forty-nine to seven, North Platte St. Pat's Rolls Garden Rushville, sixty-two to seven, Sioux County over Hay Springs, Twin Loop beat O'Neill St. Mary's forty-five to eight, and Wakefield over Wisner Pilger, sixty-two to twenty-six. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and or Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment. Today Wood River's held under two hundred yards, but a kickoff return by Cade Huxtable and a pick six by Austin Bittner in the second half gave Wood River a twenty to fourteen win over Gibbon. We'll see you for the playoffs next week in the c one ten volleyball Subdistrict Monday with Kearney Catholic Adams Central Gibbon Minden and Southern Valley, beginning at 4.30. Until then, this is Doug Duda for our producer-engineer, J.D. Rader. Keep it here, the Rivals and Ruts scoreboard show, coming up in just a few minutes on Power 99.
17: The preceding has been a Platte River Radio Classic Hits Power 99 sports production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast
9: or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.